Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. Everything I could have ever imagined happened at the Royal Rumble. I said on the previous show that we would begin the road to WrestleMania, and I was trying to remain optimistic. Was I let down, or was I proven correct in my mentality? Buckle up, folks. This is the Aftermath. Welcome to Orsini's Uncensored Minds, and now your host, AJ Orsini, with Dave. How the hell is everybody out there? These are your boys. These is is your main men. We are your brothers from exactly, specifically, more acceptably, the same exact mother. I thought I turned you off, sucker. Go away. We are your hosts of Orsini's Uncensored Mind, AZ Orsini, here with my brother, Brother Dave, with Uh another edition. We are bequeathing onto all of you episode 176. I hereby name this episode the Royal Rumble Aftermath. So much has happened over the course since Sunday, not only since Sunday, but on Sunday. And mm-hmm. Brother Dave, are you up to date? Did I you? am, man. I'm is. super excited to talk about it. Super excited to talk about it. This motherfucker has been texting me all fucking day. Blowing uh, your phone the fuck oh, yeah. up. Several. Uh, one As I was mid-rampage, I said, he's probably getting annoyed by this, and then proceeded with like 15 more. I wasn't with images. Phone, so. I would have been annoyed had I had my phone on my person, but I did not. Phone, because yeah, I text like too. a person that like, I text the way, I guess I talk, where like everything is kind of fragmented. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't make one big box because I think that's annoying. So yes. I said 15. Of them, <laughs> yes, there's a person who will probably hear this episode, a person in particular, and I won't drop the name who's gonna be pissed because the last person to text me the, the way you texted me today was blizzocked. I can't do that shit. I am mm. sorry, but your family, I can't do that. So that motherfucker has got to go. I can't do everybody like that, only special privileges, co hosts, co hosts, and siblings. Uh, Damn, uh, I'm hit both checkboxes. That's Let's it. Go. There's nothing I could do about it. I'm in here for the ride. I got I got to <laughs> ride this bitch out. Feel the pain. Yes. So, uh, brother Dave is literally run. He is now where I was last week. You are literally running in the door and Dude. switching your pod stuff right on, hitting right was, to business. Professional. I was finishing finishing work. Something happened and literally very loud screamed. Fuck, in which four <laughs> people turned and looked at me, and I just didn't have time to explain. So I tried to get it done as fast as possible, but thankfully, I live literally like 10 minutes from my job going through complete back roads. It's only 10 minutes, so no traffic usually ever. So I got here as fast as I could, man. There you go. But he is here. He's in I the am. house. And uh, we have, we have a few topics, and right off the bat, right here, I'm gonna list some of those topics off because mm-hmm. I want people to know where this is headed. 
So obviously, Royal Rumble aftermath. We're going to dive a little bit into what happened on Sunday, what took place, what went down, what we can expect to see. A lot of roads opened up here leading to WrestleMania. Uh, did you get a chance? I'll ask you up front now before we dive into it. Uh, did you see AEW this past Wednesday? I did not. You did not. <clears throat> uh, did, did you not. at least see the clip of Kenta in an AEW ring? You sent me a text about it, but yes. I, I I have not had the chance. That's to fine. It now. No, it was not necessary. I will explain later on why that's a complete waste of literally everyone's time, because uh-huh. it's a complete waste of everyone's time. And the reason I we already kind of went over the reason on a previous episode, you and I, so we will mm-hmm. be rehashing because I don't think people are listening, getting their hopes up, and I'm telling you. This is a bad deal for everybody, but we'll go more specific into that later. Two emails. I don't get many Ooh. emails. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to fluff it. I don't get many emails. A lot of the stuff that I get about the show is either in the comments or through message. I don't get too many emails, okay. but I got two emails. One concerning, and I don't know if you've seen it uh, floating around here on social media, former WWE superstar Tyler X, uh, once a man, now a woman. <laughs> and I think okay. it was Brother Pearl Green here who asked me on top of the email. First, I was asking the email if I would discuss it. I was kind of on the fence about it. But Pearl okay. Green brought up a topic attached to that that I thought would be good to discuss, and that's whether or not, since he is a woman now, mm-hmm. does that give this six foot four, 280-pound man the green light to now head into the women's division? No, uh, but we'll talk about yeah, that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. The second email that I got, they wanted me to talk about the WWE Network heading over to Peacock. Now, mm-hmm. this one we will not discuss later. I will start with that now because that's a very short conversation. <clears throat> you know what's funny? Out of nowhere, the clear blue sky, if for like literally a second today as I was listening to the, uh, like re-listening to the, the rumble and everything like that. All right. Um, I... My brain, for some reason, said, like, WWE and Peacock. Because I remember you mentioning it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why did that pop into my head? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now you bring – that's just, just weird. I just found that weird. Go ahead. Right. Well, I mean, it's a very short conversation to have, so I figure why not just jump into that and get that out the way, especially since it was a fan ask. So I don't want the fan to be waiting too long for an answer on that question. And basically the, form, the question exactly was what were my thoughts because uh, – as everyone knows here on the show, the day that it, the network started, which was on my birthday, believe it or not, uh, 2014, I want to say, uh, I bought it immediately. Now, you know me. You know me better than anyone who's listening to this show. I used to have tapes upon tapes upon tapes upon tapes. I record, Going up the wall. I recorded everything. My mom still has an issue finding random ass VHSs of shit that I, Little Mermaid got taped over. Everything, got, every, everything, every person, every place, every time I would visit family, I would buy a blank. Every time wrestling was on, I had it recorded. So, of course, you're going to tell me that the network, the WWE network, is going to be available uh, with everything that I've ever taped and recorded, all within the click of a button. I was there, bro. So this person Mm -hmm. knows me very well, has known me for a long time, and said, man, i got to get your thoughts on this move to Peacock. Now, Brother Dave, I'll pass to you first here. Have you heard any news? Have you read about this? Have you seen this? You brought it up during our last thing, but I don't know the details on it. So that was going to say, can you do a quick like quick overview of what exactly right. he's asking? Because okay. I don't even understand he, what's going on. He, all he was really asking was my thoughts on the move. 
That's mm-hmm. it. The, the WWE Network is absolving uh, the app, uh, the website, all that stuff, or the web page, I should say, because the website is just a, a subsidiary of WWE.com. But all of that will be going away March blah, blah, blah. I, I don't remember the date off the top of my head, but it's happening soon, next month. Actually, ironically, it's February now, right? So it's ending approximately seven years from when it started. Uh, and it's heading over to the Peacock Network, which, for those of you who don't know, is N- owned by NBC Universal. And they have, what, movies, shows, all kinds of shit on there. It's like a, it's just another streaming site with more shit that they got on there. But they'll be adding the WWE, from what I understand, the WWE library, or maybe not every original. I don't know how exactly how the specifics work, but I do know the library, which would be old in the previous shows, and the live events that are upcoming. As a matter of fact, I think the reason why this deal was made at the time that it was was so that WrestleMania would be the first live event that they would stream uh, for the WWE on the Peacock Network. For outside countries, if you're not from the U.S., this does not, from what I understand, this does not uh, affect you in any way. Uh, So far, from what I understand from this deal, only the U.S. subscribers will lose the app and will have to go over to Peacock to uh, resume their subscriptions. I don't know if we get grandfathered in or if I have to make a new subscription. I'm not sure. I was going to say, like, does do are we just have to yeah, like if I'm subscribed yeah. already, am I just now going to have everything with Peacock as well? I have yet. Yeah, well, no. See, that's what I was going to get to. So as far as the app itself, the WWE app, that'll be gone once the material goes over to Peacock. Yes. Uh, when you have a subscription to, P- I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if I get grandfathered in and I, I just wake up tomorrow. Because how I much have is Peacock? Half. That's what everyone's talking about too. Uh, Peacock, the streaming site, is 4.99 a month, which is half of the price of what the WWE is now. So you'll be right. getting the same material from the WWE plus more material based on what Peacock has available for half the price. Now there's another tier. Since you're already paying the $9.99, part of this deal is if you want to keep at the $9.99, what they will offer you is the same material you have now with WWE, the Peacock material, plus you'll be going ad-free for the same amount. That's fucking genius. That is a huge deal. Well, that's the thing. Peacock at the moment, from what I understand, is up to about 23 million subscribers, and the WWE is teetering anywhere between 1.1 to 1.3. So regardless of how many subscribers, they hit their eventual goal of a million, but they never surpassed it. And the reason for that is because who, besides a wrestling fan, who the fuck is going to get the WWE Network alone? I mean, that makes sense. There are wrestling fans who are like, fuck this, and then eventually cancel. Because besides from the old stuff, they don't really get into it. That's true. Peacock and, and it, gives mm-hmm. you the opportunity for people who may not even be familiar with WWE. and They may already have the Peacock service. So right. now they don't have to pay anything extra. It's just fucking sitting there. So they go... Maybe I'll check some of this stuff out. Maybe I'll check some of the old right. stuff out. The old Stone Cold or, or maybe kids whose family isn't into wrestling likes wrestling, but has Peacock. He can now watch wrestling. Right. And what happens? Like now, younger kids who don't have money, obviously that has you know their the beginning of your life is kind of controlled on what's around you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You're at the whim of all the tall people. Right. You exactly. To, you know what I mean? And now when everybody that. goes to sleep and you're chilling, you can fucking throw. Them yeah, for everybody who's a wrestling, because you know you're not, yeah. you can you don't have to pay for the thing. That's good. 
Yeah, for everybody who was on the fence, like let's say you had a Peacock account already, it's just something you had, and you are a wrestling fan, but you're kind of on the fence about getting the app because now it's another streaming site. It was twice the price of Peacock. You know, I don't know if I want to add another $10 a month to my shit. Now they're giving it to you basically free of charge because the people who already have Peacock accounts are just going to have this shit added to their list. They're not even doing anything different. You're just going to wake up tomorrow and have access to And another wrestling. amazing thing is that if you have both, you're currently paying 15 a month. Yes. Now your now, shit just goes down to 10 If you want to stay ad-free. If you don't mind ads, yes, it I'm drops down too. to 5 I stay ad-free and I'm saving money? Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit, yeah. Exactly. So, oh, fucking course. Because I'm telling you, I think I have Peacock right now. I'm almost a thousand percent sure I fucking have Peacock. <laughs> Yeah. I think she signed up for it because she wanted to like see something and then it's right. just been like So that's whatever. the that's the that's the the deal in and of itself. And that's what, an amazing what, deal. What my buddy was asking me was is how I felt about the actual deal. As a fan, this is awesome, right? Cuz I get to I don't even know what's on Peacock. So now I get to watch my wrestling and I get to peruse around and see what Peacock has to offer as far as other the office. Other, well, I'm, from what I understand, it's a lot of NBC shit. So maybe not even just The Office, man. There's a lot of stuff that's on there I can't wait to explore on. As a as a performer, I'm a little upset. <laughs> Why? I'm a little pissed because they're... Okay, so when the WWE Network originally happened back in 2014, one of the biggest questions in the industry was just how the fuck are you going to pay the boys from that? Right? Because everything before that was kind of clear cut. With the DVDs and the merch and, and all the extra money, besides from the con- contractual agreement of here's what we're going to pay you, every wrestler to a degree has other third-party ways of getting paid. You know, the shirts, the bracelets, the, they have everything worked out to the T in these contracts. With the network, uh, there's there's a, it's a finite number. It's it's download shares, right? So it's, it's a finite number of times that people are going to be accessing the shit that you're on. It's not like we sold X amount of DVDs, so you're going to get X amount of percentage. That doesn't exist anymore. It's just however many times they're going to stream it. So apparently back in the day when this whole thing started, the WWE was supposed to hold a meeting with the talent to discuss with them how they were going to now divvy up all this extra money or should I say keep the money they had coming in from all the other extra stuff and the meeting was canceled and was never rescheduled so i don't know how they tiered it along the way that's kind of been hush hush about that mm-hmm. but whatever deal they had that was with the network it's not they have to restructure all that now for peacock if they even plan to i don't even know if they even plan because a lot of if you're going to tell me that they can't do third party shit, right? Because we talked about this. They can't do the cameos, they can't do the Twitch, they can't do any of that shit because right. we said so. Or, or if you do, we get a cut. You right. took that from them and because you were paying them in other ways. Now you took that from them and you may not be paying them in other ways. What's happening? That's what I kind of want clarity on as far as the guys and the gals. Right. How is the talent, not even just the talent, because I don't know if people know this, but, I mean, referees, I mean, whenever your likeness is used on TV, there's a little cut that comes your way from that. It could be basic bullshit, $50, uh, you know, retro check or whatever the fuck. But my point is, is that even if it's that small amount, if I work for the WWE and I'm on the road 24 fucking 7, I don't give a fuck if it's 10 bucks. Give me my 10 bucks. Right. Explain this to me. How is this new structure now going to affect everyone else? And they haven't been very public about that, which is fine 
if the boys or the gals backstage were cool with what was going down and I'm getting the vibe, that's not the case. So right. if they're giving the vibe off that they're not happy about this deal, something's off. As bad a, business, as man. A fa- like, as a fan, I enjoy it, but as a performer, at the like, end of the bullshit. day, as a performer, like it's one of those things where I just, I, like, I get it. I, it's, I, I want to knee jerk reaction say I don't care, right. um, but it's not that I don't care because I do understand like it takes a lot to break this issue. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> you're signing bad contracts. There's a reason why WWE has your likeness. And if you don't like that, then don't sign the contract. Yeah. But that's easy to that's easy to say when you're trash at wrestling and you couldn't do it yourself. I understand that like people have a dream, they want to do something. Um, obviously a lot of this stuff is kind of behind the scenes. You kind of have to be in it to understand it. You're green. You want to get in there. It's a dream of yours. It could change your life, yada, yada, yada. But then once you're on the top, you start wanting to do shit on your own and you can't. But if you didn't sign that contract or you negotiated differently and you made sure that that stuff wasn't in your contract and if they took you, then you're good. And if they don't, which they probably won't because they have everyone else and other people who are going to sign that contract, then... You know, it is what it is, but you can't complain about shit like that well, when you're signing contracts that give away your likeness. Right, but here's here's where I think there might be a disagreement. All that made sense to me, right? But that's all at the beginning of the process. We have to now account for the people who are not starting, who are already mid, right? You, you just said a second ago, if you don't want them to fuck you on your likeness, don't sign the contract. But there are a bunch of guys and gals who are in that locker room who signed the deal but didn't get fucked over. You understand what I'm saying? They were paid exactly what they were supposed to be paid. This was going down. You're going to get okay, X amount from your Okay, but is that because they negotiated and read their contract and understood their contract properly? But, but see, that's my point. Because if, if, if everything was going so swimmingly, like for instance, as of today, Cesaro just resigned. Right, a mm-hmm. lot of the guys tend to resign because you want to. You end up putting up with the bullshit because there's just nowhere else to go to make that kind of money. I know people right. are gonna hear that. They go, "There's a billion places they could go." Not making that kind of money. Correct. They can go to AEW. They can go to New Japan. They can go to Impact. They can do whatever, but they're not gonna get paid that. And let's face it: when you're in this business, the point is to get paid that. So eventually, and let's they and have let's to put even kind of take the money out because it may not, sometimes I know it's hard for people to understand this, but it may not be because of money. It could also simply just be because of the prestige. People want to be on that show. Well, I don't know how much prestige is left with that particular brand. I expect, well, it's there amongst it's the there. hardcores, maybe not so much to the casuals. Yeah, because that's what uh, casual fans associate WWE with wrestling. That's wrestling to them. That's it. That's what it is. They don't know all the other shit. And we're going to talk a little bit about that importance, about that casual a little later on when we talk about the AEW thing that happened this past Wednesday. Because people right. ain't fucking getting it. They're not fucking right. getting it. But I, I'll explain all that later. But yeah, that was my thoughts on it. Apparently that was your I thoughts think it's on great. it. It's just like, I, I think it's going to be a good deal for the people. I, I, I hope that on the other end of this, what comes from this is more eyes on the product. That's what I hope. I hope more people see it on Peacock, get more interested, or fingers crossed, oh, get back just into by the sheer vibe mathematics. Of it. More people are gonna have their yeah. eyes on it. I mean, they have access to it. I don't know if that means exactly that they're gonna sit down and fucking watch any of it, but it's there. So you got a bigger chance of that happening. And I tell you what, man, if they keep up 
keep up the shit they did with this event, man. I mean, that's me personally. I know every time I feel like something is good, I feel like you always got like a different spin on it. You see it differently than I do. But me personally, they keep showing shit. They keep doing pay-per-views like they did this one. I think they're going to get a lot of new eyes and they're going to be able to hold them too. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Now, the other email I got from brother from, uh, that po- that brother Pearl Green here uh, pushed the issue on. You were emphatic a second ago, so I need clarification. WWE superstar Tyler Rex, man to woman. So does he stay in the men's division or does he go to the women's division? Now, for the record, folks, I don't think he's a wrestler anymore. Uh, I was going to say, honestly, year, yeah. my answer was going to be not wrestle at all. You see, said just give up because gimmick wise, it like who's gonna buy into that, right? Nothing, nothing, nothing to do with this person's sexuality or sex or whatever the hell you want to call it has nothing to do with that. When I say buy into that, I mean like who's gonna buy any gimmick? You know what I mean? Like when you're going in there and you're like bodies, like it just won't, it won't look good. Right, it has nothing right. to do with what they're doing and who they are. It's just I, a matter of it I think, won't look good. Yeah, and I think that becomes the problem too, because you just said it. And right then there. Them, and the women's division is just no thanks. <laughs> uh, that's the that's the other problem I had with it. I was like, are people going to think this is a gimmick? Like this now, is a life changing thing are... that he just did. Is it? Are people going to confuse this with thinking that he was running a gimmick? Now hold on. Let me let me pull myself back a little bit here, you know, because I, I I am I will always have knee jerk reactions, but when I think of things, sometimes my mind will always teeter totter. So, if there's any professional sport where they could pull that off and put them into the women's division, especially with the talent that's going on today, it yeah. might be wrestling. Yeah. That would be the only, and that's where, that's the argument I mean, a lot of people. If have. you're flu, if you're full blown woman, and um, if you're a full blown woman and you're wrestling with other women, like if if it looks, if it looks good, like visually, you could definitely pull that off. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, see, that's that's another point that uh, when I was asked initially, like, because I answered him when he asked me it. And my initial reaction, whenever I hear anything like that, where it's like, oh, this man became a woman, this woman became a man, what are your thoughts? I don't give a fuck. I, I don't really give a shit. I, I'm not. I'm not That's what they want your opinion the, on, really. Right, but I, 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 I started with that. I started with, I don't give a shit. Here's the part I didn't give a shit about. His personal choice. Fine. That's whatever, dude. I'm not going to, I don't give a shit what you do at your own house. But yeah, exactly. When the question became, should he be in the division? My first knee-jerk reaction, obviously, is no, because when it comes to the athletic part, that's kind of where my stance is on that. But um, I can't sit here and say, like you just said a second ago, if there's any place that you could do it, it's probably wrestling. It's already happening in wrestling. Really? Oh, yes, Nyla Rose, AEW. I mean, it's already happening on that end. It's happened in Japan. It's happening on an independent level. I mean, as far as the world of wrestling today, this is kind of not an uncommon thing. Guys who, I mean, you know, these they were born men. They either have the surgery or not. It's neither here nor there. I don't really give a shit, but they identify as women, and they've competed in the women's division. So for me to be like, well, I don't think it would make sense. Well, I mean, it's happening. 
and uh, with the exception of a few booking miscues, like that was my biggest issue. Like, how do you book it? I've seen it happen now. I've seen it go well, and I've seen it go bad. So at this point, well, it's see, like, then oh, there it's you fun. go. We just proved ourselves wrong because honestly, I would have never been able to tell because I'm not really looking at right, that. When no, I that's see the point. Right, you can't and, really know. And it looked. It looked good and it looked believable. Yeah. Like at no point did I go, wait, what? What am I watching? You know what my, I mean? My biggest issue, and I when I because I've worked with Nyla Rose, I, I I know Nyla Rose to a degree. I'm not her best friend, but we've shared many a locker room together. And right. the first time that I was ever asked, which was at a show, I I said straight up, are the women that she's wrestling? Do they give a shit? No. Right. Are they That's with the it? most important thing. Are they with it, as in the booking? Like, they'll do the jobs or they'll put her over whichever. Yeah, they'll fine. Okay, then I don't give a fuck because I'm not wrestling her. So it's it's not my fucking problem. If you want to go out there and you want to do business with this person, that's your fucking, pro- that's your fucking prerogative, man. Right. I don't fucking care. My only, com- my only care is the booking aspect of it. That's it. Because people will say all the time, well, it's it's wrestling. It's fake. You can make anything work. Bullshit. Not in my book. The shit has to make sense. And I've seen it work, and I've seen it not work. Well, then there you but go. that's everything in wrestling. There's booking that works, and there's booking that doesn't. So as far as my opinion on it, I don't really think there's a place to have an opinion on it because it already exists. If you were asking me on the yeah, possibility. Yeah, I didn't know that at yeah, all. Yeah, if you were asking me on the possibility, you know, what would you feel about? Because, like, if it was some breaking news shit, I'd be like, well, right, right, right. I was my, that would be my, I'm not going to lie, I'll be truthful. My initial reaction would be like, nah, fuck no, I don't want to see. And you know what it is, though, because I think it's because when you think of wrestling, you think of, they've done a very good job at, like, putting, like, professional sports in your head right like you think right. of it as a sport and this is a this is a known topic across all sports people would do like whatever the sport is especially when it comes to physical sports yeah. where There's these people are trying to transition into other leagues and it's like they're dominating right like weightlifting anything anything right. that comes to physical stuff they're dominating and it's really unfair <clears throat> to the women who work so hard to get where they are, and then they're getting trashed by this person, and it's just genetics, right? Like, right. has nothing to do with who you feel like you are. It's just at the end of the day, the truth is you have different genetics in you, and it is what it is. But in this, yeah, it's much different. Yeah. Well, Although, the environment like, is more controlled here. It's more controlled. There's booking. You, and again, my issue is is that as long as it looks good, but again, wrestle women's wrestling, and we'll get into that when we talk about our next thing, um, has come so far that seeing someone who's like six foot muscle bound female, whatever, isn't far fetched or looks no. odd anyway. I would you love know what to I mean? know so. the dimensions. Uh, dimensions. <laughs> The uh, overall the measurements. Hey, yeah. yo! <laughs> the overall measurements. AEW just hired Jade Cargill, who is ripped to the fucking. She's more ripped than Tyler X is, and she's almost six feet tall herself. She looks like a black china. What's her she's name? Huge. Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. She is a tremendous athlete. Tremendous. She oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw her. Yes, exactly. Dude, she is ripped. She to is the fucking dude. in shape, bro. And and she's all fucking woman. So listen, like you were saying before, if there was ever a fucking time to do this, <laughs> it's fucking now. 
Right. So this, and again, like you said, I think at the end of the day, man, this woman is absolutely just jacked. It, jacked. At the end of the day, She's no Raquel as Gonzalez. long as the people in the ring are okay with it, yeah, I don't see a problem. That's my whole deal. That was my deal from the very fucking beginning. It's, see, it's, see it. people, we're human. We're yeah. allowed to have an initial it, reaction, yeah. but as long as you're able to think like an right. adult... It's okay. To I'm being very mind. honest. I'm always honest with my audience. My initial reaction to that was "fuck no," but yeah, I've seen it work, so it changes my perspective. Because Nyla, I was actually they've booked Nyla Rose to a point where I was actually getting mad for Nyla, because I'm like, because she was Nyla when Nyla first came into AEW, which was damn near the beginning. She was everyone was beating her. Right. Everybody. Every she was supposed to be the beast, right? That's the nickname, the native beast. And she right. I was like, they're gonna have her run through everybody, they're gonna put her over mm-hmm. as a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. They didn't. She was losing to fucking everybody. And then eventually it fucking happened and she they started building momentum with her. Well and blah, blah, what blah, if blah. what if and this is just quick this is just quick thinking, because if I guess I put I always like to put myself in other people's, you know, situations and stuff like that. What if she decided, look, I'm going to come in here. I'm going to do this, and I'm, I want to pay my dues, right? Like, I don't want to come in here and just destroy everybody. I want right. to pay my dues and take as many L's as it makes sense right. for my gimmick. And then, like, whatever. But I want to pay respect, you know, uh, thanking, you know, whatever. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she went in there, and she did work, and she worked for people. And, and, you know, she gained their trust and everything like that. And let them know that she's safe to work with and all that cr- and stuff like that. I, I would think that's what it was if she was I'm safe. sure there feels a, too many L's. I'm sure there's a big part of that. but uh, the And way you that, know the person a little bit. So that yeah, does, the way uh, that, is that too far-fetched from no, her No, no, no. I don't think it's that far-fetched, but I think there's a little, a little more added on to that. I think there's a bit, I'm, I, and I know people are going to go, oh, no, AJ did not just call the booking fantastic. Well, for this instance, I actually think it was because it got right. mean. And I mm-hmm. barely ever get got because I didn't because un- I didn't understand it because when she came in based on the way the roster was set up I'm like this is easy peasy lemon squeezy she comes in she'll be she, even Cornette like there was a, a bunch of force. there was a lot of people who were like why are you booking her like such shit why is she losing to Riho and why is she losing to Sakura and why is she losing to all these people she's a beast but then I got it. Mm-hmm. I got it because eventually when she ran into the one person that was going to be her 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 little rival, it, right. all the losses made sense because what happens there is she is a beast, okay? And I remember it wasn't until I really put thought into this, and I'm not going to lie. I was a little I was a little inebriated when it finally dawned on me. I'm not going to lie. I do my best thinking when my brain's on cloud nine, okay? I guess you. I thought back to all the times, Big Show, Mark Henry, just all the big guys I can think of, Vader. Right, Vader was a force in WCW in Japan, and then he came here and he was getting beat by Owen Hart and Shawn Michaels. I'm like, what the fuck? Because the assumption when a big dominant force walks into the room is that they're just going to dominate. No one expects them to put up a fight, so there's no reason for the fam to invest in the idea that this is going to be fucking competitive. The idea is, is this guy is going to fucking beat the shit out of this other guy. This is going to be a quick one. There's no drama to it. You don't pull me in. But if you can put together a large, semi-large, depending on the person, a catalog of losses, 
what it does now is that when the beast finally turns it on and becomes dominant, you are now invested because as dominant as this beast is, you've already seen them lose to this person. So now when you watch this match, you're going, man, she looks really fucking good. But I don't know because she lost to this person last time. This is going to be a fight. You get hyped now. It doesn't is not perceived as a, a one-sided affair. It's not something you're dismissing. I'll give you the rival I'm talking about. She lost a lot. And then she started gaining some speed. Not just beating people, but destroying them. Tables, all kinds of crazy shit. When she got to Hikiro Shida, I was, bro, I was fucking amped. I'm not going to mm. fucking lie. I think I said it on Facebook. That's the match I'm looking for. I'm waiting for Nyla Rose, and I'm waiting for fucking Hikiro Shida. And they went out there, and they fucking destroyed it. I was like, and it looked... It was back and forth, and if you look at the, if you'd never seen them wrestle before, and you just looked at them, you'd go, okay, the big one is gonna crush the little one. But when they fought, if you'd never seen it before, you're like, okay, well, this doesn't make sense. But if you've been following along, it made perfect sense. It's one of my favorite AEW matches of all time. Right. And I was like, oh my god, because I was hyped for it, and they fucking delivered. And that was the night that Sheeta finally won the championship. She is still the champion to this day. That one win made her a fucking star. And I was like, all right, there it is. Perfect. And I just described all that, folks, and that was man versus woman. So it can work. Yeah. It can happen. There you go. It can happen. And I say that with all due respect. I know she's a she. Like I said, I've been through this with her before. But I'm just telling the truth. Okay? That's just what it is. That's what she was born as. She identifies as something else. So I'm rolling with it. Fine. Cool. That's what it is. But right. this, this is the real situation. So since it's the topic we're talking about, that's how I'm using it. That's how it was. Right. Now, if there's any sport that it would work, this would be the one. So, this would be the yeah. one. And somebody was going to hear that and go, come on, dude, this is not a sport. Well, I mean, says the person who's never been in there and did it. It's a sport. I, mean, I get blown. Again. I'm oh, not God, even in the ring anymore. Entertaining these idiots. Please, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but you know what? These idiots that you keep talking about, they, they listen to this show. Oh, all right. Well, and that's why not, I push. You're not an idiot while you're listening. Uh, but uh, no, no, you no, leave no. here. <laughs> oh no! If you listen to this show and you say the stupid shit that I see, you are an idiot, and I am going to let you know that you're an idiot. Other idiots, I would ignore. I let you know you're an idiot because I love you because you oh, watch you my, because you listen to my show. So I want you to no longer be an idiot. So I'm here. I make the time for it. I will comment. I will tag motherfuckers to come in and educate you. I will not fuck around with that. That's why I like the famous name, Dave Bruno. I always fuck with Dave all the time. But Dave supports. He buys the shirt. He shares the shit. He fucking listens to the fucking show. He, he'll bitch about me. And, 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 and we have good times. We've got bad times. But every time, he supports. He's, he's the fucking man. So I will sit there. All right. New rule. Yeah. I will not bug out when you entertain people who say <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> If they at least per, like are they part of the community, yeah, like, there's a I, few I can who are not that. who jump in okay. like that dude. I can that respect last time. that, and that's fine. You're yeah. you're allowed to have an opinion. I but, I sort like when you say shit like that, I just assume like you're reading stuff like comments, and then like that's what you're no, commenting not all the time. No, if I'm commenting okay. on it, it's normally because I know the motherfucker. Well, when yeah. I say idiots, I don't mean the people of the community. I seriously think he's talking about random shit he finds on Facebook. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Of, Bro, there's a lot of shit. That's the that shit that drives me nuts. There's a lot of shit that I see that I don't fucking comment on. I'm a filthy casual, but I, I'm, I'm not like that <laughs> stupid. Like, I understand things. 
Right, but even for the stuff you don't understand, when someone who you acknowledge, even if it's not just me, but like even when someone you acknowledge has more experience in the conversation, you at least give them a chance to say their piece and try to have that somewhat factor into your oh, fucking even, opinion. Even These people, people are don't. just like, that's no, just you're the wrong. That's I process shit. So yeah, you I, saw how I checked. Even if someone's completely wrong, that's fine. I'm just going to know what's wrong from what you say. Yeah, you I'm saw how I checked Lawrence last week. You saw uh, how, with, yeah, with, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the Charlotte comment. With the Charlotte thing? Yeah. I, I was thinking about that. I was that like, are you out of too. your fucking mind? You know how stupid you fucking sound when on this Charlotte's live special? music hit, man, and she came out, I literally <laughs> was still there. I was like, the queen. He talked the, about How dare you disrespect on my <laughs> fucking program? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, Dude, no. We're two for two, man. We're two for two. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you. <laughs> I wasn't the only one. Pan looked at him like a fucking maniac too. He was like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" She like dodged out of frame. But She's that's like, nah, yeah, I want yeah. No yeah I, I only play with his balls, folks. I don't change his mind. I just, nope. I, I just, <laughs> I, I don't. This is crazy. I was like, and the way that I explained it to him, to be fair, is the same way I explained it to everybody, and we'll continue with that. I, that's a theme that I have had for a long time because I figured that out on my own, being in the business. I figured that out. It's just like when you, if you have a conversation with a fan, who's the greatest wrestler of all time? And you have a conversation with a performer, who's the greatest wrestler of all time? You're going to get two completely different fucking sets of answers. Because the and they're f- based off two completely different types right. of critique. Yeah, well. a performer is going to base who's the best wrestler off of the guy who works the best. Their, their 10 list is going to be way different. A fan is just going to tell you who their favorites are. They're not going to fucking tell you who actually was better. They're just going to tell you the guys that they liked. That's it. Right. And yeah. there's and I'm not saying either there's list. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I was just going to say there's there's that's not an incorrect way to think. It's just that's why we're not on the same wavelength. Like when I had that conversation right. about the finishing move. Oh, everybody mm-hmm. uses finishing Right. You don't care. I get it. Because it's you. You're sitting on the fucking couch watching right. this shit. I have to get into the fucking ring and do this, and I'm telling you, it ain't easy to fucking do, right? So when someone comes along and takes off of your fucking plate, you're gonna be fucking mad. It's you're hard to be creative it. only for someone. To and like I get use that shit. And I get that, but that's why people are more protective because it's so no, hard. No, I know. To find I'm that supporting your thought. Yeah, it's like you're, you're not. They're not eating off your plate, so you don't give a fuck. I understand that. I do give a fuck because they're eating off of my friend's plate. And I know how long it took for my friends to get to where they're at. So for you to be sitting here, ah, you're putting, reading too much into it. No, fuck you. I'm reading everything that I'm supposed to read into it because it is what it is. And I said that night, this doesn't need to be a big deal. They did it once. If they kept doing it, I might have a problem, but I only think it's going to be the one time. And it was. Right. So the fact that it escalated was because other motherfuckers couldn't get it through their fucking head. That somebody's fucking mad about it. Right. It's like for someone who doesn't give a shit, you seem to be pretty adamant about trying to get me to give less of a shit, which doesn't make any right, sense. Right, right, right. Makes, That's just the way the world works, makes zero man. sense. And I, what drove them nuts is I had time for it because normally. When you go at somebody, <laughs> said, I made and, yeah, that's what <laughs> really pissed them off. Because normally you would just throw the shit out there, and you wouldn't either. You either wouldn't hear a response, or you would be something to be dismissive, right? But I fucking combat it because I know I was fucking right, 
and I am fucking right, and they just didn't know it. So I was trying to educate them on that. And for the record, one of the three eventually figured that fucking thing out. The other two are fucking lost causes. That's, it is what it is. Yep. But that's the situation. You're going to eat off my friend's plate. I'm going to fucking say something. Mm. And for anybody out there who wouldn't say something, you're a pussy. Mm. And you shouldn't be that person's friend. Because if you're not going to have your friend's fucking back on shit, you're not their fucking friend. Yeah. And tattoo your picture of your friend on his on your back, too. Yeah, the whole back. <laughs> the whole back. <laughs> the whole back. Leave no skin untouched. We'll right. see how that works. Listen, we're at the top of the hour here. And Brother Dave has brought up a fantastic idea. Mm. Because this is a special month. This is February. Now, I understand it's the shortest month of the year. But for certain cultures, it's the most impactful month. It's the one time of year the whites will let us talk about these uh, black moments. So we have to we have to take full advantage. I know black people say, oh, black history is every month. Well, it, this is the one month where Cracker lets it happen. So we got we to gotta get our shit in here. So Brother Dave has decided he's going to share a little bit of African-American history. Brother Dave, are you prepared to to give these people the history lesson they need? I am. He is. So, ladies and gentlemen, monkeys in the truck, play the footage. And now, ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourself for another edition of Brother Dave Presents... African-American history in pro wrestling. And now, your host, Brother Dave. <laughs> you played that for me earlier. I, 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 thought, I thought it was going to be cool when you played it. <laughs> it's just some things when you play it, dude. I just can't. I, I'll never get used to it. It's just too funny. Um, yeah, so I thought because, you know, we talked about it a little bit ago. A uh, couple months. Well, it hasn't been a couple months. How long have I been on this show? It feels like a few months ago. Anyway, October. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> wow, it's been that long. Holy crap! But anyway, at one point we were rattling. We got inspired, and we were rattling off a bunch of different things we wanted to do, uh, topic-wise, for the show. And one of them uh, was like a Black History Month thing, and I thought it'd be pretty cool to do. Uh, so I don't know. I just did a little bit of research. I'm probably gonna. I tried to start out with some of the older guys first, and then you know, as we go out through the the rest of the month, we'll we'll get more and more current. And yeah, uh, yeah. Sounds so good. with that being said, I got I got about four wrestlers I want to give a shout out to. Nice. If um <clears throat> if there's anybody you know I didn't mention or one of your older wrestler older wrestlers that you are a big fan of, I do apologize, but I did a little bit of research, looked up a little bit, nothing too crazy, but it was fun to kind of look back a little bit and uh, see a little bit of history of wrestling. With that being said, I'm going to mention a wrestler. I'm going to read a little bit that I, you know, read about them. And if not, if, but when I'm done with each one, I want you to kind of go off your experience with them. Cause I know you've watched, I don't know how many, much stuff i know all four of these guys guys, yes you know okay so i figured that much but um (laughs) yeah i want to get your kind of your take and like your memory of it because you've probably watched some of this stuff because you're just a maniac and you just watch wrestling all the time (laughs) so the first person i want to bring up is going to be uh bobo brazil oh yes 
Bobo Brazil, Bobo. which it, again, if any of these, I got this stuff off of a wiki. So if any of this stuff is off, stop me right away because I don't want to get any of this stuff wrong. Uh, but from the way that they were, it, they 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 claimed him to be the first successful African American wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, that he should have technically been the first heavyweight champion, uh, but they were actually because he was getting title shots. Uh, but they were running a gimmick. I don't know if this was a coincidence that they were in this gimmick, but they're running a gimmick where the match that he had against Nature Boy, yes, not the one that you know, uh, is it, uh, Buddy Rogers. The original Buddy, the original Nature, Nature Boy. Boy, Buddy Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were running a gimmick where uh, they he would win the match by hitting a low blow. They didn't really describe if the referee saw it or not. I could imagine something like that not be like an instant disqualification back then, but I'm not really sure. Uh, But they hit the low blow. He got the pin or whatever. He won the match. But for whatever reason, he didn't want the belt. Like he he won it, but he he was like, I don't want the belt. I don't know why that was a gimmick, (laughs) but whatever. I can explain Um, it again. Well, continue with your... Yeah, yeah. Let me finish mine, then you can just go off on your shit. Um, But in... uh, Let me see what I got here. 1970, Brazil and El El Mongol, I believe, Mm -hmm. were the first interracial tag team. They were in... uh, Yeah, so I was going to say, it says... Uh, interracial tag team in Atlantic history. Now, I, Atlanta history, yes. I don't know what they meant. Oh, I did put like, yeah, I didn't know if that meant like in wrestling history or somewhere mm-hmm. specific. So I did, I did want to bring that up. And then uh, he retired in '93. Get the fuck out. Of here. That's crazy. Yeah, retired in '93. So I, I would imagine like he was doing appearances, yeah, and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but he retired in '93, and I I made a note to it because I I kind of had a feeling like this was fast, and it it it, it the last person I will talk about will kind of um. Uh, back that up but in 93 he retired and then he was inducted into the hall of fame in 94 yeah so quickly after i know his career went much longer and i'm sure there was a much bigger gap when he stopped physically wrestling but when he announces his retirement the fact that he got was inducted so quickly i thought was was pretty cool yeah, so he what are your an, thoughts on Bobo Brazil? Bobo Brazil. He was an instant Hall of Famer. You considering, you know, when they say first successful wrestler, unfortunately, if you're if you're a younger African American male and you're hearing this for the first time about Bobo Brazil, before Bobo Brazil, there were other African American uh, wrestlers, but they were not allowed to compete against the whites. They weren't even compare, allowed to compete for titles. I think. A lot of them competed for actual, like they were named the colored titles. You know, right. so like I figured that's what they meant. Like yeah. when I read that, I was uh, like, I'm sure there was other African American yeah. wrestlers. His, this is the first his, one that probably got like title shots. And right? Stuff. Yeah, like he was in the mix. You know, they, right? He, he right, was right. drawing a crowd. As far as the punching in the grind thing, so what would happen is that Nature Boy Buddy Rogers was the big heel back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. What would happen is is that, remember, this is the old days, dude, so right. baby faces were white meat and heels were just dastardly devils. And what would happen right. is that in order for Bobo to keep his, you know, his baby face charm with the audience going, 
and right. without actually dropping the belt to a Negro, <laughs> they what they would end up doing is that they would have Buddy just egg him on and egg him on and egg him on and egg him on, and eventually Bobo would lose his cool, you know, because the audience would be like, "Come on, man, fuck him up! Look what he's doing! Fuck him up!" Like they'd be behind him, like, right. "Yeah, get him, get him, get him!" And then Bobo would, you know, lose his cool and he'd he'd snap on him and he'd punch him in the dick, <laughs> and then he'd go for the pin because you know he'd he'd win the match because that's what the audience wants. But because he's a true babyface, you know, I can't take the title under those conditions. No, I, we need to, and that's why they would always have rematches because it, he would beat him, but he'd never win the belt. So they, oh, here we go. This will be the time, right? He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna win this time, and that's how you keep the audiences coming back. They wanted to keep his appeal as a babyface, but let's be honest, they couldn't put the belt on a on a Negro. So they just that's what they came up with. That's what I figured was the situation. I know yeah. this is a very, very, very long time ago, yeah. so that makes perfect. He was sense. a big draw back in the day, and they used it. Obviously, he got a lot of black audiences in there who paid money for these events. You know, hey man, say what you will. He paved the way, man. He's one of the of- guys who paved the way. Absolutely. His so, name is still mentioned in locker rooms today. I believe it. I, we were just talking about Bobo last Saturday. because There was a, a friend of mine. His name was Greatness, Brother Greatness. He mm-hmm. was taking some stock footage. So he got the new, the new gear, right? They got an all-white background. And he was doing all the traditional old-school 70s poses. He's got the pecs out. He's got the whole deal. We were calling him Bobo. He's like, little, mm-hmm. we just got to grease him up. Looks like a little Bobo <laughs> Brazil. Look at him in his, in his little whitey. Well, not whitey. He was wearing purple and yellow. But little purple and yellow tidies over here. Nice. That's yes. funny. So next we got Tony Atlas. Oh. Let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> so the more. So I wrote brief things. Right. And maybe you can elaborate on this sure. with him. Sure. But the problem the problem with Tony Atlas, and I didn't want to leave him out because I kind of felt like his wiki was a little, not like luster, but I didn't want to get too deep in like, cause he's held a lot of titles. Uh, but as far as like, I, I, I'm tried my best to keep it within like WWE. Yeah, sure. Tiger. Uh, so he did have like a, a believe correct. NWA. I believe he wrestled for. Yeah. He wrestled around. for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 And he's held multiple yeah. titles. So yes, Please don't body, think that the little building. bit that I wrote about him has any comment on his career. His career yeah. was large. It was just about other, in other companies that oh, what I'm noticing all of these people have wrestled in. So they, they all know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like the WWE goes, it felt like it felt like his 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 reign there was very small. Yes. Uh, so early debut against um the body Ventura, Jesse. The body of Ventura, yes. Yes, Jesse yes, yes. Uh, oh, I must have erased the first one because I know I had like yeah. th- the the first name in there. But the body Ventura arguing over who has the best physique. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, this guy is built, dude. He was a that's a solid man, dude. Oh yeah, uh, all man. And, and uh, later tag teaming with Rocky Johnson oh, in the Soul, Soul Patrol. Yeah, Soul Man. Defeating the Wild Samoans. Let me tell you something. I don't want these hats off to these guys cuz I would never get into the ring with a Wild Samoan. Oh no, Rocky, I wouldn't get into a ring with Rocky, a Samoan period. Rocky Johnson you know, did did it one better. He took the tag titles from them and then he took a woman from their tribe and made the rock. Oh man. He so, took the belts <laughs> and they went old Ultra disrespect. So man, Rocky Johnson, you got to be a bad brother to pull that off. 
<laughs> defeating the Wild Samoans to win the tag team titles, becoming the first mm-hmm. black tag team to hold the belts. Now, that's where I stopped because once you start digging deeper after those moments yeah. right there into the WWE, they literally refer to him as the jobber to the greats <laughs> and i didn't and i did and they were some great names and they, they and they don't say it in like a negative tone if that makes sense mm-hmm. but i didn't want to put that stank on his name on here so we're gonna <laughs> end it right there uh-huh. and just know that the his career aside from the wwe was massive like i hit his belt holding thing and that bitch like went yeah. so he has a very successful well, he, wrestling career. He's a great example of a lot of Vince's, you know, Vince loves big guys. You know, and, right. and, and Vince isn't the only one. He was a bodybuilder for a long time, even in his youth. He was always in great shape. He looked like a fucking behemoth from birth. He was always he's a, a big, big dude. man. Yeah, so they always put belts on him because he was always a top-of-the-card guy. Uh, when he went to the WWE, in his own words, uh, on the WWE Network, when he was doing the roundtables for them, he... They asked him, why was your career with WWE the way that it was? And he said it straight up, too much too soon. They thought I was the man way too early. I right. wasn't seasoned enough. And what happened was... Yeah, but he was, but he had but he had a run, though. They but, had a reason to believe right, that, right? But like, remember, outside of... Right, but that's where the... That's, that's what we call fool's gold, right? So you have the indie guy who's been on the road for 20 years, and you think, all right, he's been doing this for 20 years, right? I can put him on TV. And, nope, he doesn't know a fucking thing. Because right. he wasn't around the right people. They didn't show him how he should work. They didn't tell him what he should do. He right. wasn't prepared. The WWE is a whole other animal from everybody else. So all he needed to do was go in the ring with a Hogan or a Piper and injure them or fuck up a spot or whatever. And that's it. Right. That's why he became the jobber to the legends. Because he looked great. He's going to draw you money just based on his flex. He's going to draw you money. But he, other than that, not much else. And... Uh, not to disrespect the man, because again, he's one of the ones that paved the way. One of the first black tag team champions. They were prepared to move with him, right. but in his own words, he wasn't ready for that spot. And once they gave up on him, that was pretty much it. But even after that, his career moved on. Uh, he ended up being a manager in East in the ECW. <coughs> oh, excuse me, <coughs> ECW fucked me up just now. Uh, <laughs> the ECW WWE version when he was uh, he was a manager he was the talk show host laugh guy <laughs> and and I know for a fact that he was a big time promoter up in Maine he lived in Maine right. for a while and he was a big time promoter up there uh, for a little while so he's had a long career he's opened the door and, for a lot of guys and I don't think I saw it on there he was never inducted oh I'd have to check back off the top of I my looked, head. I, I looked I so. looked like a couple of times no, I know I'm like, was he not no I, I think he's I know I've seen him there <laughs> I don't know if he's actually indu- been inducted can you be nominated and not inducted I don't well when you're talking about the WWE Hall of Fame just yeah. they just said because well, there's I other Hall of HLS. Fame so yeah I, I think the Wikipedia is basing it off of the pro wrestling uh Hall of the right. Illustrated Hall of Fame uh, for that, I think he should be in. For them, for the WWE, I can see why they didn't do it. But for right. for the actual Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, I think he should right. be in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So next up, we got Rocky Johnson, the Ooh. other half of this infamous tag team. Soul Patrol. Soon after starting wrestling, he legally changed his name to Rocky, uh, to Rocky Johnson in tribute to Rocky 
how do you say that? Marciano. Maris, Marciano. There the we boxer, go. Right. And, Marciano. and Jack Johnson, yes. who was the first black heavyweight boxing champ. So Absolutely. that's pretty cool. Absolutely, yes. That that's really cool. And wrestled in, he wrestled in a title match uh, against Terry Funk mm-hmm. and Harley Race, Harley Race the NWA in NWA. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other half, well, I said he's the other half of the yeah. tag team with Tony Atlas. And after his run, he was also um, he also helped train the Rock under with uh, with Pat Patterson, if I'm not mistaken. Like they both had. Yeah, I'll explain that um, later when you're done. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. But that was on there. Like I assume <laughs> yes, they both yes. had something to do with his career. Very much. And so, then course, yeah. this is the one I was telling you before. Like the first one I said I thought was really fast. And I, as I was reading it, when I got some, I was like, okay, see, that's what I mean. Yeah. He retired in '98. Right. But it says he didn't get in until 08. Well, this particular Hall of Fame that we're talking about is the WWE Hall of Fame. Okay. He was inducted by The Rock in 2008. Uh, his son right, his son. In, or, yes. Him, yes, yes in The Rock did it. Yeah. Uh, as far as retirement, 98, same thing you said before. A couple shots here and there. He wasn't a full-time performer uh, in the 90s like that. So, right. uh, or especially definitely not the, the late 90s. 98 when his son got cooking. So that uh, they did a few tag matches together. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, they mentioned that like they did some work together. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, the training thing that was. uh, I'm glad Wiki put it that way that they had you you had some influence. Yeah, uh, Rock told the story before the the Canadian Football League thing didn't work out, and he wanted to try wrestling, and his father told him to fuck off. Really? Yeah, because because he knows the business, and this business is bad. His business will chew you up, and he didn't want his son a part of that. He's like, right. the way you look, the way you do your thing, they're just going to fucking use and abuse you and blah, 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 blah. It wasn't until The Rock was like, listen, I'm going to fucking do this. You're either going to train me or I'm going to find somebody to train me. So Rocky, that's when Rocky Johnson brought in Pat. And Pat was like, he told Pat, he's like, you know, you're you're fantastic at this. Can you teach my boy? And he impressed Pat so much, that's when he got involved with the WWE. But before WWE, they sent his ass to Memphis to go work with Jerry. That's where The Rock became Flex Cavana and right. uh, had that goofy haircut and all that bullshit. And it was <laughs> during that part when he, when when The Rock had proven he was very, very serious about doing this. That's when Rocky jumped in there and said, all right, if you're really going to fucking do this, I mean, for real, for real, let's do this together. And that's when right. the tag matches started. That's when the training session started. And the rest is history. He would go on to hey become man, he had to earn that respect, one dude. of the greatest uh, world champions of all the times. And it's funny that we're sitting here talking about his dad for black history, and yet people refuse to acknowledge The Rock for black history. But we'll, that's we'll another get to conversation. That. Oh, he's making my week. list. Yeah, of so. course. He has to. <laughs> so... And lastly, we're going to go over one more. We We got got Ron Simmons. The man. Acknowledged. (laughs) You know, like I said, you can correct me on anything you want. No, I read this already. You're correct. As the first African-American heavyweight champion by holding the WCW heavyweight belt. Yep. He is the one-time WCW tag tag team belt holder yes he was doom and he is the one time he also is a one-time wcw u.s tag team that's belt holder. correct three time also count doom. it three time tag team belt holder with bradshaw that's right always pounding ass <laughs> which which makes up the apa that's right always pounding and, then, ass. <laughs> and next one i wrote damn yeah there you go damn <laughs> Damn. Also, 
the leader of the world famous. I had to put world. Had to. I saw that. That was an editorial nation of domination, Mm -hmm. and he retired in two ten or twenty ten. Right. And inducted very quickly, of course. as it should have been. It should have been. Should have been fast. Moment he, he retired, been inducted they should have walked him out and inducted him instantly. <laughs> but he was inducted in twenty. Oh my god! Twelve. We don't have all day to talk about this. I wish man. I did. <laughs> I, I we can do, do an a entire episode on Simmons. On how much this man <laughs> and the Nation of Domination oh and him god. and Bradshaw and. TNA. You want to talk about opening the dude. fucking door for African American performers? My God! Holy he's, crap! He and this is the, the reason why, when the if you have a group and people compare you to the Nation of Domination, I understand you want to be your own, but that's a that's a fucking great like, dude. Yeah, yes, that is did. a great thing to be compared to. I don't know if anybody else shares this opinion, but based on the history, I think people can acknowledge while. Booker T may go down as the most decorated. Ron is the most respected. Ron Simmons is the most respected African-American performer of all time, and I don't think it's fucking close. And that's why when I saw this list, when you sent it to me, and that's saying like, something, that's because... the last. I said, first of all, that's made of it, and I'm glad he was the first. This was the since this is the first weekend that we're doing it. I was like, I'm glad he was on the first week because you want to talk about swinging the fucking door open. This is the fucking guy. And he tips his cap. Believe it or not, the, the, the he beat Vader for that WCW title. Mm. And from what I understand, Vader was very good for business on that. He loved Ron to death. Him and really? Ron were, yeah, yeah. No, no. Him and Ron were very, very close. Ron was the first guy because Vader, Vader was a pain in the ass back in the early 90s and late 80s. Okay, I remember hearing that. Yeah. That's why I said really because I remember hearing yeah. he was kind of tough to work with. Sometimes. He was very difficult to work with from what I understand. Remember, guys, I wasn't there. I'm just going based on you know accounts from people who were there. He was a little difficult to deal with. He had a little bit of an attitude issue. Of course, you, you're that big. You're always the bully, right? You don't bully Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons bullies the bullies. No, no, no. Right. That's not how that works. Uh, Ron was able to not only keep his ass in line, but do it in a way where it actually improved Vader's game. He actually made Vader a better performer. Because right. with Ron, he knew he couldn't do his usual shit. You had to follow the script or he would beat the fuck out of you. And Ron right. would beat the fuck out of you in the ring in front of everybody. And, if that, <laughs> and in those days, if you lost a shoot, that's it for you. You're done. So right. he wouldn't push Ron. So he was able to right, take right. his time. He you don't want to. You don't want to go there, right? You, you, you do not want to go in that there, situation. Right. Exactly. So in essence, Ron kind of made him a better professional, right? And kept him check, kept him check, but not just check with him, but like in the locker room. You know, he was kind of a coach to him. He, he'd get on, he'd get on him, but he'd he'd perk him up too. He was really good with that, and it really made a lot of the top guys better. You know, Doom, we were talking about Doom before we went on the air. Uh, rest in peace, Butch Reed. He passed away today. As a matter of fact, we're recording this Friday the 5th. Um, he, he passed away earlier today. That was, the, that was the first black tag team I had ever seen as a fan. Like, full on, these are the two guys. Like, WWF at that time. <laughs> and I started watching wrestling with WWF. And there weren't really a whole lot of black tag teams. And I remember Farouk, and I was looking up things on Farouk, and that's when Doom came up. That's when I learned about Doom and Butch Reed and Ron Simmons, and these motherfuckers would beat the fuck out. I thought the Steiners, and I thought the LOD, I was like, these are the, these are the standard barriers of fuck you up tag teams. No, 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 my friend. That name Doom is for real. They were fucking Doom. They would fuck you up. 
and they were athletes. So they could wrestle. If you were good, they would wrestle. If you fucked up, they would fuck you up. And it was a very simple process. And yeah, right. you wrote you, everything you wrote here is absolutely 100% on the money. This is one of the most respected African Americans ever. Yeah. Ever. Like and I said, we can do a whole great. segment on Ron You really Simmons, could. Dude. Actually, you could also do it in just a few seconds because I think JBL at Ron Simmons' Hall of Fame induction speech, JBL said it the best. There, there are there are men, and then there are men, men. Like when you look at him, you go, "That's the manliest fucking man I have ever fucking seen in my life." That's Ron Simmons, bro. NCAA mm. Hall of Famer, one of the few uh, defensive players to win a fucking Heisman Trophy. Comes into the fucking professional game as a black man in the '80s, dominates. Right. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? What black guy dominates and dominates with respect? They looked at Ron like a legitimate fucking athlete. They respected him. And Bill Watts, the most country, white bread motherfucker from Texas of all time, said, yeah, this is a Negro, but this is a Negro Negro. He's a super, he's a super Negro. We got to make his ass the world <laughs> champion. And leading the nation of domination. Yeah, leading the group. nation. I do believe that was set up for him to eventually become the world champion. But he got politicked out of that. I don't know the specifics. That's just what I've heard. That he was right. maneuvered around on that, and because he didn't play games like that, that wasn't in the cards for him. And eventually, what ended up doing him in was The Rock's success. You right. know, once The Rock took off as a character, it became more of a vehicle for him than Ron. And and but Ron is smart even then because if he knew he wasn't going to be the next guy, he at least had to find a hole for himself to pigeon into, and that's where Bradshaw came in. So there you go. He he turned. And that up. is a phenomenal for both of them. Yeah, it was and great, that ended up dude. being. He probably no lie. He and probably made thing, more money. Bradshaw coming out of that even like catapulted. Well, that that saved Bradshaw's career. He was out the door at that point. The Justin Bra- the, the, the 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 Justin Hawk Bradshaw thing didn't work out. The Blackjacks didn't work out. He was doing his own thing. They teamed it with Vader at one point. That didn't work out. That team, by the way, JBL and Vader. It was. Uh, Short-lived, but it was on the recommendation of Ron because, remember, Ron and Vader had a relationship and Vader was kind of... What Ron had done for Vader, Vader was trying to do for Bradshaw. And Bradshaw, from what I understand, was a great student, but it wasn't translating. He was trying to be something that he wasn't. He eventually found himself as JBL, but I can make an argument that even if Ron had become WWF champion, he probably made more money in APA than he ever would have as champion with the Nation of Domination. Oh, I believe it. Because he's still making APA money. He's doing damn on indie shows right fucking now. <laughs> and I know, because I've been to a few of them. I've worked with him before in the past. That damn shit is for real. He does say damn a lot. <laughs> that is a real thing. I popped the first time he said it, and it wasn't a real damn. He was just talking regular shit. I think he said something about getting some damn fries or something. I said, oh, my God. Oh my God! Yeah, he said he, he said he did the thing. Yeah, he said no, I'm just gonna go, he goes, I'm gonna go to the corner to get some damn fries. I'm like, what? Who goes to the corner specifically for fries? Ron, what are you doing? Send one of the fucking greenhorns to go get your fries. What are you doing? No, let's send the fucking students. That's what they're here for. Fuck. No, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm gonna no. Relax, Mister First Ever African American Champion. Dingbat over here can go get fries. He can handle it. Sit down and relax. Have a beverage, a vitamin water, perhaps. Oh, boy. We got two more topics, and we're short on time. So I'm going to keep this Wednesday thing brief because you didn't even get a chance to see it. And I'm pretty sure if you did, you wouldn't have given a fuck about it. 
And I barely give a fuck about it, but I was asked about it, so here it goes. So we talked, you and me talked on this show about the Impact AEW tie-in. Did we not? Did, did we not do this already? We made some speculations. We made some fucking speculations. And apparently it was all wasted fucking breath. Mm. Because they've done nothing with it. Not a fucking thing. The only thing they've done, AEW and Impact together, is the whole Bullet Club bullshit. Which, for the record, I'm going to say it again on my show. I said it on episode one. I'm saying it on episode 176. I don't care for the Bullet Club. I never cared for them. Never. See, my brother and I grew up with the NWO. So I've already seen the Bullet Club. But better. So I wasn't fucking worried about the Bullet Club. They're doing their own thing. Whatevs. Right? But this whole Impact AEW thing, we sat here on the show, we're like, oh man, this is going to be great because of this and because of that, and this is what's going to happen. And and instead of the bookers giving Tony Khan some tutelage, Tony Khan is on their program making jokes. We sat here and said, oh, there's some cool matchups I'd like to see. Not a fucking one has happened. Now, with the exception of the Good Brothers, which again, Bullet Club bullshit, none of the Impact people have been on fucking AEW. It's the AEW people going on Impact. Right. So I'm like, okay. And there's a picture. I stole this picture offline, off the social medias. And mm. I was like, I got to talk about, the, I got to bring this up. Because somebody said, right now, AEW has working agreements with AAA. Okay. On paper, yes. Because Kenny Omega is the AAA, the AAA mega champion. But unless you Google it or Wikipedia it or look or live in Mexico, you'd have no clue. Because mm-hmm. they don't fucking talk about it ever. Right. He doesn't walk around with the belt. He doesn't bother to tell anybody he's the champ. None of that shit happens. So unless you know for a fact this person works there, they're not going to fucking tell you. So, yes, they do have a working agreement with them. Also, they have a working agreement with them as far as bringing in Ray Phoenix and Pentagon. Huzzah! Impact had the same thing. I'm not impressed. There's, there's nothing to that deal. It's on paper. That's it. So for people, for fans to be beating their chest about AAA, what a waste of time. Now, they also have the Impact deal, which everyone knows about, and we just spoke about that. Nothing has come from that. Impact got a fantastic main event out of it at Hard to Kill, where it was supposed to be the Good Brothers, Omega, versus Rich Swan and the Guns. I actually wanted to see that. I told myself, I don't normally watch Impact, but I'll watch this, right, because it would be dope. And then, good reason, not, no shade, no heat, Alex Shelley couldn't make the show. It was a health thing. He wasn't sick, but he was trying not to get sick, and that's the point. Right. And he couldn't make the show. So I said, well, that kills my want to see this match. Maybe they'll replace him with someone good, and I'll pay attention. And then they replaced him with Moose, and I said, fuck that noise, and I went about my life like everyone else did. Okay? That's the, that's the stink of the impact thing. So before all this even happened, people were saying, well, New Japan and AEW should work together. And we sat down and we said why that's a good thing, why that's a bad thing. And I even tried to make the case that New Japan and WWE makes more sense. Right? Right. We broke all that down before. So in the end, the Devils have won. And it appears AEW and New Japan will finally get over their heat with one another and do a little business. Now, before anybody can get their panties in a bunch... Kenta arrived on Dynamite this past Wednesday attacking John Moxley with a GTS. Why did he attack John Moxley? John Moxley, for those of you who don't follow New Japan, John Moxley is the IWGP US champion, 
and because mm-hmm. of COVID restrictions, has not been in Japan for forever. But they haven't stripped him. So they've been running these little storylines in Japan about who is going to face him when he comes back, and this and this. And they had a briefcase and all this other shit, and Kenta won. So Kenta has been the number one contender to that title for a long fucking time. To the I point, my fucking belt. To the point where at Wrestle Kingdom, the show you saw, mm-hmm. he wrestled. Uh, I forgot who he wrestled. Actually, it was a while ago, but he had the briefcase on the line. So they had an IWGP US contract on the line, but no title. So apparently, I guess they got fed up, and Kenta went to Dynamite and attacked Moxley. And we're going to move forward with this. Now, like I said, before you get your panties in the wad, Kenta is the only New Japan guy you're going to be seeing on Dynamite. Why is that? Well, the Japanese guys can't get here. The restrictions are still in place. Right. Kenta did the run-in because he lives in fucking Orlando, which is a drive away from Jacksonville. A few hours, because I think Jacksonville's over by the Panhandle, and Orlando's a little deeper, but it ain't coming from fucking Japan, is the point. Right. So he was able to do that little dish, that little thing there. And from what I understand, he's booked in a tag match on AEW next week. Omega and, and Kenta against Moxley. And I can't know. Oh, and uh, Archer. Lance Archer. Right? That's the big tag team main event for next week. It's going to be New Japan and AEW. I also like the fact, I don't know if anybody else caught this, but the four guys in the ring are all former IWGP U.S. champions. Kenny was the first champion. Kenta is the number one contender. Actually, no, they're not all former champions. Uh, Kenta is just the number one contender. He's never won the title yet. He will soon because they've got to get that belt off John. John's current Lance Archer, I think, is the guy that John beat for the belt over in Japan. And here both of these fucking Americans are in the States with this title. Anyway, right. long story short, uh, that was a long-winded explanation of everything that was just happening. The reason why this conversation is going to be short is because I don't give a fuck about any of this. Any of it. I don't give a fuck about the Bullet Club. Never had. And for some reason, that's the only benefit to any of this. If you're going to tell me that I can get an Okada match on Dynamite or on an AEW pay-per-view, I'd be interested. A Tanahashi match, a Shingo match, a Sonata match. Okay, fucking Cobb, somebody from over there, Will Ospreay. If you're going to tell me, I'll take the fucking junior guy. If you tell me that Ospreay is going to come and compete, I don't know, against Pac or something, right, on a fucking AEW pay-per-view, I'd be stoked for this. But why would I think that? Because when they had the deal with AAA, nothing came from it. They had the deal with fucking, they have the deal, they still have this deal with Impact. Nothing's coming from it. When AEW started, there was supposed to be some, was that OWE in China? They were supposed to be a company they got to work with too and do some stuff here. Nothing came from that. Every time they do a deal with someone, nothing comes from it. But New Japan is going to be the difference, right? That's going to be the one where we're going to start getting no. our dream matches. We're going to start doing this. We're gonna, nothing's going to happen with any of this yet. It's all just press. Right. All just press. And we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble in just a few minutes. But there was somebody comparing. This is so crazy. Like, they were like, WWE is getting shit for putting Bad Bunny on the Royal Rumble. And here is AEW making business moves. I was like, you know what? More people saw the Bad Bunny thing than anything you're talking about on the on fucking Dynamite. So I don't even know. Like, 
Like, how many people popped? I know wrestling fans who didn't give a shit about Kenta being on Dynamite. And here's eyes from all around the world watching Bad Bunny do whatever you he did with Booker T. I, I guess they call it music, whatever that is. That's what he did. And more mm-hmm. people more people saw that than saw Kenta. But, yeah, let's beat our chest about Kenta being on Dynamite. I don't give a shit. Do you give a shit, by the day? That no, Kenta said? No, no, no. Would you, would, how about this? Would you be excited no. about this deal if what I said before happened? If you got some of those guys in New Japan that you saw for Wrestle Kingdom kind of impressed you, if you got a chance to see them here against some of the stars here, would that be something that you would be interested in seeing? No, I mean, no. Not as, <laughs> like, I'm sure it could probably be good, but it's not something that. It, like, I, I'm not, I don't know. I don't, you're I wouldn't the, really you're, be that excited. You're neither here nor there about it. It's I don't, like, like, if, if it it's happens, there in yeah, front of exactly. me and it's happening and it's good, then I'll enjoy yeah, it. Then great. But right. Yeah, exactly. Past that, I, I don't care. And I know people are going to hear this and like, oh, bro, he's taking the wind out of their sails. This was supposed to be a historic moment. And it is a historic moment. But for whom? For whom? For the hardcore, and that's okay. Let him have it. It's fine. Let him have it. I'm not taking it from him, but I was asked my opinion, and I don't give a fuck. That's oh yeah. Well, don't do that. That's my section. Don't let your win. Yeah. Don't let the win in your sales be based off of me because that's my point. Uh, You're gonna be at a stand. I always tell people all the time: don't ask me questions you don't want answers to. I think I really do believe a lot of people sometimes just think I'm gonna go go with the flow. Everyone, lo- You've never everyone, done that. everyone loves it. So you must love it. If I did genuinely love it, I would, I would say so. I'm not saying that it, it's, it, and I don't even think that's what you're saying either. You're not saying that it would be bad if these things yeah. happen. It's just it's not you're jaded, and a lot of people understand that nothing is going. Like you won't believe anything comes from this until you actually see it. So right. until then. It is what it is, and we'll see what happens. When I but see nothing's gonna happen. When I see Okada on the deb and on the AEW stage, or Tanahashi, someone of substance, don't bring random Jabron number five from New Japan over. Oh, he's a, like they did. What was it? Uh, uh, they got a guy on the show, AEW Luther, right? His name is Luther. He's like he's like oh I don't know, almost fifty, maybe even fifty. And I guess he did some time in Japan on the local indie, not even the big companies, like some local indie stuff in Japan. But he's from here, like he's from Canada, I think, or or, or American, or what are the other. And he was in Japan for a while, and he came back, and Jericho was like, "Yeah, he's this big Japanese legend." I'm like, "What?" It's like he had a Jericho had like his big anniversary match, and he chose him, and we were like, "What the fuck are you doing? You had a chance to pick any match you want. You could have had the AEW Championship match." Against Moxley, and you chose to fight fucking Luther and Serpentico. Uh, I was like, "All right, buddy, cool. I'm not gonna tell you to change your mind or nothing. That's all you, baby. But uh, I'm not buying into all that. Don't send me that. If you send me Okada or Tanahashi, and I keep repeating those names over and over because, to be honest with you, those are probably the only ones that I really give a shit about being That's on funny. this stage. I want, and, and and there's nobody in AEW that they haven't already faced." You know, of course, everyone would be clamoring if we can get an Okada Omega match in the States. That would be something that everybody would be interested in, including myself. I'd right. like to see that, but I don't think I'm going to see that. I think I'm going to see more Bullet Club bullshit that I don't give a fuck about. And I hate the fact that Finn Balor and Adam Cole, two former members, actually, Finn Balor is the creator of the Bullet Club. And uh, the fact that they're tweeting out 
involving themselves in this and they're just fanning the flames here and I'm like please let this shit die I know in Japan it's still a big thing with Switchblade and, and, and the G.O.D. and all these guys they got a good crew over there it's a good team okay but that's over there <laughs> and it works over there I don't know if it's going to work over here right so we'll see I don't understand it I'm going to keep my eyes open and see where the wind blows on that one but it's main event time and this is the part that I think Brother Dave has truly been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Truly, truly been waiting for. The Royal Rumble Aftermath, ladies and gentlemen, is up next here. We're going to talk a little bit about the Royal Rumble. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Brother Dave, but I think a lot of the stuff you want to talk about are the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble matches themselves, correct? Or do you want, uh, or do you want to yeah. go match by match here? Because they're not many I would matches. Like to, I would like to skim over because we're probably going to talk a little bit on both matches. So. All right. Well, do you want to start? We'll start. Do you have any thoughts on the pre-show match that WWE? I didn't women's? even get to see that one. Right, well, so. do you know who won? Mm, no. Okay. Well, uh, do, I'm going to tell you. That's it. It's spoiled. That's it. It's done. Uh, the title belts did change hands. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler won the titles when Flair and Lacey Evans uh, distracted Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the we were kind of on the fence. I think all of us as, as to whether to, we all knew they wouldn't go into Mania with the belts. It was just a matter of when. And I guess they did pull the trigger here. So we've got new women's tag team champs. No, I wasn't. I wasn't on the fence. I, I knew they weren't gonna go p- with the belts past this point. I thought it would be cool. You asked if should Oscar go into the uh, to the WrestleMania with both belts, and I thought that would be cool. I, but I said, however. I feel like that uh, they're going to take the belts off of them because there's no reason keeping these two together for however long. I think this was just a nice and easy way to get Charlotte back into the flow of things. And then now once she starts rolling, she's in that contender uh, conversation. There's no reason to keep her in a tag team with the person who has the person she has to go up against. So my thing was, I wondered how they were going to end this match. So was there any beef between Oscar and Charlotte at the end of this match? No. Uh, okay. No, so that's um, the only thing that I was thinking. They didn't have any. They didn't have any beef. As a matter of fact, they tagged up uh, in a number one contenders match the very next night on Raw. So okay. uh, no beef. No beef, no Good. beef, no broccoli. All right, um, cool. Show opened up the main card here with a, a, a stunner, with a block, Dude. with a blockbuster match. When I heard, when I like hit play and I heard what the first match was, I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> like, are you serious? Yeah. This is how we're starting this rumble. Grandpa, okay. Grandpa Bill had places to be, so he he got in his work early in the day. And I like and, how they did it. Yeah, and I he like worked. how they did it. I like how they did it. I like how they kept the the match short, like a Goldberg match. Two minutes and thirty two seconds. Half of it. They did half of it before the bell fucking rang. Yeah, yeah. Official time: two minutes thirty two seconds. Two they minutes thirty two seconds. They did a lot more man. besides those two minutes, but yeah, they 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 did what they had to do. But this was the right decision. Drew McIntyre going over on Goldberg. A lot of people. Uh, tweeted and we're on Facebook. Woof! Like, oh man, at the white my brow, we we escaped that one, guys. Thank God. The rest of the pay per view was gravy from here. We thought for sure they was gonna fuck our boy over right here. No, that that would have been that would have been the ultimate been, disrespect. That would have fucked up. Yeah, that would have been fucked up. And it's oh, funny God. too because I was watching and I'm like, Drew must be a phenomenal 
actor, obviously, right? Yeah. Because it kept ringing in my head with you saying that even Drew was confused by this. Like, it's not something like he's always like this would have meant. I think this would have came off so much better if this was like a dream match for Drew. Right. Like, it would make sense. But when you said it kind of like you don't think it was, I was like, even watching it, it felt like this was like a moment it's for Drew. So, yeah. He made it a moment for himself, which is the, that's what a champion does. <laughs> this, guy, this, this guy's this got guy it, has man. got it. He got it figured out. He could have very easily just sulked and had an attitude about it, but he made the best of what it was. Uh, it he wasn't a fantastic match, but it wasn't a bomb. Man. Yeah, he did. He gave gold. I told you it was going to be a good match. Now, how did it live up to your expectations? I don't, because I don't know you if it thought. was good per se, but uh, it wasn't bad. Like It was short, to the point. And, and that's what it needs to be for Goldberg. But the way, like you can have a short, quick match with Goldberg where it just it's what it is. What it is. We've seen those matches from him a thousand times. But Drew felt like a somebody in this match. Like he was he was just as brutal as Goldberg was. And that's the way it's supposed to go. It didn't. Right. It, it looked and it didn't. It didn't feel like Drew had to come out from underneath Goldberg to win. He beat and defeated Bill Goldberg. And that's that's what's up. That's how it's supposed to go. Yeah, it was a it was a good match, dude. I liked it. It was quick, easy, simple, fun. It it was it was a good match, man. It wasn't match of the night. Wasn't match of the night, guys. Match. I got a little Didn't ahead need of myself. To be. Didn't need but to be. it was it was it was a fun match, man. You get to see Drew. It's always nice to see Drew. You know me. I've I've never been a main event guy because I've never been into the heavyweights. I've never been That's a guy who's like, I like the heavyweights. I've always like you know, the people just under the heavyweights and stuff like that. I don't know why. I've just never been drawn for the most part. Like, I like them. Obviously, I like the Triple H and stuff like that. But Drew makes me want to, like, watch the main yeah. event. You know what I mean? So like, good. this guy is just great on the screen, dude. So he does good. so well for this company, dude. It's I was so, at WrestleMania so 35 when they had him in a throwaway match with Roman Reigns. I was like, this is a waste. Uh, looking back at time, because huh? it was a throwaway. Not not in the sense of like Roman was a throwaway opponent, but just flashback. I mean, obviously, you're talking about two guys at the tippity top of the company, right? Right. Now. But it, if that match happened today, it'd be a much bigger match. But flashbacking to WrestleMania 35, that was Roman's first match back from cancer. So, right. Drew, if not for Roman pushing and working as hard as he was to get back into the fold of things, I don't know if Drew's on that card at all. Because right. they threw Drew at him because they needed a heel opponent for him to go over on at WrestleMania. Right. That match now is completely different. Uh, oh my it's god! So crazy to think that I saw them at WrestleMania live. I would love that rematch. I want to see that again. Uh, yeah. With the two current gimmicks working the way that they are. Uh, the next matchup for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship: Sasha Banks. And we're going team. straight to you. <laughs> What did you think against Carmella? <laughs> because I have my opinion on it. Well, Carmella, I'm always surpri- I'm always surprised by your comments. So. I said, uh, and on the round table when we were talking about Charlotte, that my opposite of Charlotte was Carmella. <laughs> I was like, she's one of the worst. 
fucking workers I have ever seen. I'll give her credit. She's improved with this new gimmick, but I don't. She like has. Her. I'll give her that. She I has don't improved. Find her, I yeah. do not find her entertaining in the slightest. No. However, you are correct. She has. She, the gimmick yeah. is better. The it's gimmick is better. better. It fits you a but little better. But let's be honest here. This match Can we be honest? Shits. Can we be absolutely honest? <laughs> yeah. Reginald is carrying this gimmick, yeah, dude. He <laughs> really Reginald is. is a god. Well, but here's the thing, though. I mean, when she was with Truth, Truth carried her. When she was with Enzo and Kaz, Enzo and Kaz carried her. It, she's always been carried. Right. So it, it, I, I thought for this instance, because at least in those other times, she was put with established stars. She's supposed to be the established star, not Reginald. But everyone's looking at Reginald. Reginald is so. so yeah, can we take a second and Reginald. talk about this gentleman? This dude is doing so well at putting over these women. Like he's a guy who's going in there because of his gimmick. Yeah. Him being, I guess you could put air quotes, disrespected. Like he's getting beaten up like women and shit works because of his gimmick. Yeah, and he's playing it so well and he is say it's becoming a thing now where he's catching women flying out of the ring because if you don't remember if you remember correctly the moment i'm I'm not even kidding the second reginald walks out of the place because he got kicked out this chick decides she wants to do a spear through the freaking bottom rope which is probably one of the hardest dives to do and damn near scorpions herself if it wasn't for sasha saving her again like she should have died like three times (laughs) jesus holy crap but how did you feel about Sasha's performance? That's the most important thing. Sasha's here. can be it's Sasha is Sasha's in cruise control right now. She's not doing anything really that's outlandish or crazy. Can I say I love that outfit she was in? I love the outfit. Holy I love I love crap. I love the outf- the the Louis Vuitton, right? I love the outfit. I love the the entrance. That entrance, that walk to the ring with that new song and the bass and all that stuff. Her presentation right now is off the charts. This is we're seeing the best of Sasha Banks right now, but also she's in there with Carmella, and there's only but so much. I mean, Superwoman she is, but she ain't God, and there was only but so much carrying her 98 pound ass was going to be able to do. Well, that's that's she had a better match with Sasha, man. She made that match. Like presentable, but it wasn't Sasha, a bad match. But that's what Sasha does. She's a good enough worker to. She's All not right, gonna but have you a keep shit shitting on her. That's the point. I was shitting on the way that they were using her because she was a fucking failure. Right. She was a fucking loser. I wasn't saying she was a loser because I didn't like her. I was calling her a loser because she lost all the time. She was right. a fucking loser. I acknowledge all the time she is a fantastic worker. She can mm-hmm. wrestle. But her matches always seem to be geared. If the title's not on the line, it's an even kill match. If the title's on the line, she gets beat every time. This run, she's winning all the time now. So she's in firm control of her matches. She's she's doing the spot she wants. She's having the kind of match she wants. She's in control. And I can say right now, they're not bad. That was one right. of the better Carmella matches I've ever seen. It still wasn't something I would go back and watch. Oh, if God, I ever no. watched his Rumble again, that's my skip right there. But for sure, yeah. But having to sit through it, I live, mean, I would watch. I would watch fucking Sasha's entrance. I would watch. Yeah, 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 I would. Yeah, I would. Really would. That yeah, shit's so hot, hard, dude. But yeah, I love that. If, if you're gonna put Carmella in there with anybody, it, 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 Sasha's not a bad pick. 
and it was watching it live. It wasn't something that I was turned off by, but it wasn't something that I was like, all right, that was fantastic. Absolutely, not going back to it. But yeah. Sasha did a. I'm big on Sasha now, man. She's doing it for me. She I didn't really get star. to watch her before. I'm I'm only able to watch her now, yeah. and I'm sold on her, dude. She looks great. The the talking is just the voice for me. Like it's not the worst thing in the world, yeah. but that's it. Like breaks my immersion. Yeah. She's like I'm finally getting to a point where I'm over her frame. I'm over it because you when think she's, she's too tiny. I've always felt she was too tiny, especially for the for the bumps that she takes against the opponents. She goes like, like whenever she wrestled Charlotte, it never made sense to me. Like in the beginning, before they became right, no, the gimmicks that they are, that. or whatever. When she first debuted, I was like, "What is this?" I felt the same way about Alexa Bliss. But here's the difference: Alexa Bliss does get hurt. Like she gets hurt a lot. Her style has changed over the years because she gets hurt a lot. Sasha don't break. She's so small. She takes these crazy outlandish bumps, and she never fucking breaks. The only Sasha's time she, good. Man. The only time Sasha ever left was because she literally said "fuck you" and left, not because of an injury. She right. doesn't get hurt. She she's ninety pounds of pure fucking fury. Like she's a toothpick, but you can't. She's a dude. You can't so break. I'm, her. I'm sold, man. I'm I'm big on Sasha. She she looks great. She. Talks well, even though I'm not a big fan of the actual voice, but she does she yeah. does well and she she's doing she's doing a good job, man. She's crushing it. And I actually do look forward to her matches. Well, I am looking forward to Sasha's possibility at WrestleMania because our next match crowned what could be her finest opponent ever. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's save the rumbles. Let's do Roman. Oh, you want to save? I was going in order. Okay, you want to save the rumbles. All yeah, right, yeah, so. Yeah. Let's save the rumbles last. and let's do women last. And let's do women last. Okay. Yes. Straight up. All right, because, oh, you just messed me up because my complaint about the men is the fact that it followed the women. But, okay. Sorry. Right. Uh, the last man standing match for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. One on one, and legend has it, they are still trying to figure out those handcuffs right now as we speak. Paul Heyman <laughs> is still there somewhere. It's got to be one of those keys, uh, somewhere along the way. I, I tried not to let that ruin it for me because it was a great match up until that point, but I was done at the keys. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" I'm like, "Keep," and they got the camera right on him, and the whole time, and my because because the spot before that when he got cuffed, they were counting right. But they cuffed him in just the right. Kevin cuffed him in just the right spot, because where his arm is, he's still able to get to his feet. So I said, okay, he'll be in a crouching position, but he'll be on his feet. So I said that's a great spot because if anything happens, he can at least do that. Because he was selling it like he couldn't. Right? He's on his hip. He's on his ass. Oh my god! The referee's gonna count me out. What am I gonna do? And that's when he throws the referee into the thing and he knocks out the ref. No count. Right? Brilliant move. And now he's gonna get out of the cuffs. And he's gonna fuck Kevin up. And they could not get him out of those fucking cuffs. Another referee came out, and he couldn't punch another referee. So he's like, come on, come on. And eventually he squats, and he's on his fucking feet while they still figure out the cuffs. And I think Kevin Owens not only had a chance to catch his breath, but he checked his email. He was able to uh, update uh, his carrier <laughs> service on his phone. Uh, he, he had some texting with Sammy in the back. There was a lot of things going on whilst they was trying to fuck up his, his handcuffs. What were your thoughts on this match? All right, well, if I'm going to jump down your throat about Sasha, I got to stay true to it. Uh, Kevin got me on the hook on this one. 
Okay. He got me on the hook on this one. I'm not. I've been very vocal about how I feel about Kevin Owens. Uh, I don't know if it was because. And you know what's funny? Both of these guys are people that I would have had high on my list that I really don't care about. This was a good match. Yes, it was. <laughs> this match was a fucking brawl, dude. And Kevin was like orchestrating a lot of it. He really took the forefront of this match, and Roman kind of. Got his ass handed to him for majority of this match, and then and then something happened where large Kevin Owens got really high into the sky <laughs> and decided to perform what I rewound at least three or four times to see that make sure that I saw what I saw, and it was indeed a very well performed swanton off the top of a forklift yeah he's been doing the swanton bomb for years he did that really well and uh i mean it's the first time i've seen him do it yeah yeah, yeah he did it really really well and then it got me thinking why don't we just go all the way into like why don't we steer into this and just make him the guy where his entire arsenal is other people's finishers? Like let's just go all the way with he's it. Like, a war zone he's like character. The, he's like that character in fighting games that kind of morphs into other people and can just do like their entire like, fighting kit. Like why don't suit. he just be that guy? Yeah, like why does he just be that guy who just does everyone's finishers? <laughs> It was a good match, man. I liked it. It was it was physical. It showed a lot of their abilities. It felt like Kevin was, I don't know, like I, the way I saw him before wasn't this. And if we can get more of this, I think I'll be a little bit more of a, a, a Owens. I I still don't like the stunner thing, but I can look past it if he's going to keep making matches like this. Yeah. Uh, this guy is uh, <clears throat> Triple H went on record. He's got the highest wrestling IQ I've ever seen in my fucking life. And that's coming from Triple H, you know, the cerebral assassin. Right. He, lo- he looks at Kevin Owens and he goes, this fucking guy. <laughs> this, right. this fucking guy. And I think one of the biggest reasons we don't see <clears throat> more of this from Kevin is because Kevin. Look, I've had a chance to work with Kevin, so I get it. Kevin is his own worst enemy. Kevin is very opinionated. Kevin, that mouth with the promos, right. uh, it's 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 that door swings both ways. You know, right. he cuts a lot of promos when he probably shouldn't, and uh, he gets himself into a lot of trouble. And I made the joke at the, on the roundtable. Oh, he's finally out of the doghouse. And he's getting another title match, and that was for a reason because he always finds himself into the doghouse. Now, I'm glad he's out of it on his way to WrestleMania. Because that means now that we'll probably get something with him at WrestleMania, which I'm looking forward to. Because last year he gave us that big moment where he jumped off the pirate sign and all that stuff on the Seth Rollins. This guy's got guts. He can perform his ass off and he can cut promos like nobody's business. If he can just stop pissing people off, <laughs> we will we'll get more of this. And, and I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Oh, man. Last man standing, too. I don't know where they go from here with him until WrestleMania. Roman Reigns, I'm saying now. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. Again, let's get to the Rumbles because this is how yep. all right. this is going to shape out. So you want to do the women last. So we'll start with the men, okay? And this is going to sound stupid, but I've seen enough wrestling to know when something is afoot. And we already knew going in. I didn't mention it on the roundtable, but it had already been announced uh, about a week or so before. 
that Edge was going to come in at one and Randy was going to come in at two. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what we knew for a fact. So I was like, all right, so maybe they'll do like they did last year, right? Well, they'll make him the long guy and blah, 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 blah. I didn't think he'd win, obviously, but I, I thought that him coming in at one, he's going to be in there for a while. When he came out with the wet hair. Right. And then he right. jumped Orton right. on the ramp. I was like, oh, this fucker's going to be here all night. I was like, this motherfucker is going to be here all fucking night. I, I just. You saw he, something was up? He came out. <laughs> he came out with these eyes. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker is concentrating. Because I was like, oh, he's in the zone. Because that told me right then and there he needs to be in the zone for the remainder of the night because he's going to be in there all fucking night. And sure enough, as we got I, – actually what I thought was going to happen, and I called it perfectly up until the end and then I got it wrong. When He said, uh, like, this is going to be a long one, boys. I said, I said yeah, it's going to be a long one for Edge and Orton just based on the, how they were fighting each other. And then when Orton got the quote-unquote the the injury, out. when Orton went mm-hmm. out, I said, oh, that's your, that's your rumble winner. Right. I thought it was going to come in. down the edge again, and Edge is going to think he won, and Orton's going to sneak, and he's going to throw him out. And they did it verbatim until Edge did the switch and threw Orton out. But and honestly, I, uh, I mean, I don't know how you feel, but I felt like the rumble was so good, I honestly forgot Orton went out. I, I did not. completely forgot. I did not because, I, I, I mean, I didn't mention him the whole match. I was watching it with Stefan and Alex. Alex watched the whole rumble. Uh, nice. I w- uh, we, were t- we were all talking about it. Alex was actually really into this show, and I don't know why. But we were we were uh, talking about it, and I kept mentioning. I said, "Watch!" Like I didn't forget. I was just like, "It's gonna happen. Edge is gonna get all the way there." I did again. I didn't think that it would. They would be the last two. I thought Edge would get close, maybe the final four, and that's when Edge. I mean, Orton would fuck over Edge. I didn't, and then Edge would fuck over Orton. I didn't think either one of them were gonna win. And, it, and then it came down to the last two, and then Edge did the old, the old switcheroo, and Orton got thrown out. And I was like, "This motherfucker won the Royal." That's Rumble. what I'm saying. I'm watching it, and then he he throws. Um, they get they all go out, and it's just Edge, and I'm like, "Oh shit! I can't believe Edge just won it." And then Orton came in. I'm like, "Oh okay, you got me, you got me. Orton's gonna win." And then he gets up right after the KO, RKO and throws him out. And I'm like, "Wait." Wait, what? Did he? Wait, what? Hold on. Hold on. Are you serious? And yeah, Edge did it, man. I'm I'm looking at him like, you know what? Usually I'd have a problem with this because he is in Hall of Fame. He is a Hall of Famer, whatever the case may be. You know how I feel about that. But you know what, man? If you're going to do it for me, that's the way to do it, man. Make this motherfucker earn it. He came in at number one and, and didn't get the Orton treatment. Like you would think. Out of two of those, Edge would have would have been the one right. to get that treatment. But, I mean, yes, but then at the same time, if you know Edge, he wouldn't have fucking done that. So it just kind of played – it kind of played like that you thought Orton – like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone's head is like Orton's going to come back and win it. Yeah. And then for them to do that was like, all right, that was a pretty cool twist. And this motherfucker earned it, man. He went in there and just earned it. And that's the bullshit excuse I was hoping no one would buy, and everyone bought, and I'm very sad. <laughs> what you don't think he earned? That well, was at least I. I for once I agree with the internet. That was bullshit. He didn't need that. He, no, he it's not a matter of he him needing did, it. Absolutely, is a part of that. That rumble match only happens once a year. Why are you not giving it to someone who needs it? He could have been. He could have gotten. There's two championships. 
He could have right. gotten the title match with any guy. Either one. He's right, not even right. relegated to Raw. From what I understand, he's he's not even relegated to Raw. He's on Raw uh, when he makes his appearances, but he can make an appearance. He's not. He's a free agent. He right, can go right, to right. any brand he wants. He could have competed for any title that he wanted, and I know he's on the loop now, right? So people are like, well, AJ, he won the Rumble, so he, he faced the champ on Monday. He faced the champ on Wednesday. As we record this, he's facing the champ on Friday. That's all tease and blah, blah, blah. He didn't need the Rumble to do that. Right. He did not need the Rumble to do that. You could have paired him with the Rumble winner, and that would have been the real rub. Hey, I won the Rumble, but everyone wants to face Edge. We could do this. Everybody will get their matches, and he did not need. He didn't need to be a two. And they said another, the first Hall of Famer to ever win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, you know why it's never happened before? Because it wasn't it's fucking unnecessary. Necessary. It's unfucking <laughs> necessary. And I knew. When he won it, he won it at one. People were going to be like, well, I mean, he went through the whole gauntlet, which is true. I give him a ton of credit for having the ability to do that. That's fucking impressive. Who the fuck takes nine years off and wins the Rumble from fucking one? Well, all this tells me is that they have no plan on whoever he faces dropping the belt. They're which not is dropping the, the next, belt. Which is I, the next problem. I am I jumping right. out the window right now and saying that our current champions are not dropping the belt. Egg fucking exactly. And so, yeah. I mean, again, and same thing with the Goldberg thing, right? Like, why? But I, I'm not behind the scenes. I don't know if someone's dream match. I don't know any of that shit. Yeah. All I know is that if I'm isolating the Royal Rumble by itself and not overthinking this shit because we can and we kind of a little bit did and we both came to the same conclusion. Yeah. I'm not dropping the bells anyway. So whatever else is happening behind the scenes, guess what? They decided yeah. to let Edge win. And if you're going to do that, you understand? If you're going to do that, I'd rather you do that at number one and him staying the entire time yeah. than him coming anywhere no after that. Yeah, him the, the whole Because that would run. be worse. Far worse. There was so. one scenario. When the rumble was over, obviously, we don't go right to bed. It's not like the bell rang and I fell asleep. My, my wife right. and I are in the room talking about what we just saw. Right. And I said that to my wife. He didn't need that. My wife did the same thing. Oh, it's not about need. And we got into a big thing. We always do because we've been married for 18 years, and that's what we do. But she goes, she asked me, she goes, is there a scenario where this win would make sense to you? And I thought about it for a second, and I went, actually, Yes. Actually, there is one way that I would really, really appreciate it. And I came up, I booked a whole scenario in my head. I'd like to share it with people. Can I share it with the people? Can I give it to the people? I share it with the people, okay? I picked it up in my head. The only way that I would really, really be into this is if Drew McIntyre and Edge fought at WrestleMania. But That would be sick. Not this Edge. If Drew McIntyre fought the ultimate opportunist at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. The evil bastard. The same guy who slapped John Cena's father in the face. The same guy who I'm sure knocked over whatever it was you just knocked over in the background. The guy who who made John Cena's life a living hell, right? The Edge, the rated R superstar Edge. I might be interested because at least that helps Drew, right? A big over badass heel that he can beat at WrestleMania and really fucking get over on that. I think would be helpful. But how do we get there? How do we get there? Well, I didn't really have a way for him to get there until I remembered another special entry happened at number 24. Mm. Christian. Edge and Christian, for the first time in almost 10 years, were in the ring together. 
in gear, performing. Both cleared, both healthy, and both currently on the roster. I don't know if anyone knows that yet. They're both officially on the roster. Again, Mm. Christian and Edge. So I thought to myself, how wonderful an opportunity. Let's get some nostalgia. We got another pay-per-view before WrestleMania, right? How about pick a team? I don't give a fuck. Throw a dart. New Day. Whatever, right? And we have ourselves a little reunion match. Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian, again, as an example, I'll just say, I'll just throw it out there. Like, I don't know, Street Profits or whatever the fuck. Just random ass fucking tag team A, right? And Edge and Christian competes against those. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe let that be a heel team. Fuck it. But the point is, is Edge and Christian tag up together. Mm-hmm. Edge turn on Christian. Right? Just wallops. Just takes the piss right out of fucking Christian. Turns heel. Beats the shit out of Christian for a couple of weeks, only to be saved by Drew McIntyre. How dare you, motherfucker, beat up your best friend like this? All because you want a piece of this. All right, I'll give you a piece at fucking WrestleMania. That's right. Christian's role in life is to be fodder for Edge. He knows this. He knows this. He's accepted this. Hopefully this role will take him to the Hall of Fame. (laughs) And then we get this. I want to see. And and then we use that to get heel Edge against babyface Drew McIntyre. Because I don't see the money. Edging. I don't yeah. see the money in yeah. Edge facing either of these two in any scenario. People are like, wow, I want Edge versus Roman Reigns. Why? What the fuck does that do for either of them? Roman beats Edge. Okay, he beat another old guy. No. No. Oh, yes, absolutely. What, what is so special about Roman beating Edge? Explain that one to me. What's this, what makes that special? No, I'm agreeing with you. No, no, I want Drew and Edge. But that's what I'm saying. If Roman beats yeah. Edge, it means no. nothing to fucking Roman. He beat another old guy, right? Again, they're not dropping the belt. So if I okay, have a choice, but, I'd rather have Edge and Drew because to me, that's a better matchup. Right. So I, this, like, I want to see that. That would be fucking awesome. Right, but I'm trying to close the doors for people who don't agree with that. Because I have people who are like, oh, it's going to be a better thing with Edge and Roman. Why? Roman beats Edge, he beats another old guy, no one gives a fuck. Edge beats Roman, what was the point of the whole Roman thing? He lost to a fucking old guy, what the fuck is that? He beats Drew, he beats all the, Kevin, he beats all these real high-profile main eventers just to lose to a returning Edge. And what, have a chase? That's not gonna work. But if Edge fought Drew McIntyre, even if Edge fought Drew McIntyre as a babyface... Right? Babyface versus babyface. That's a loss that Edge can take and survive. Because it all follows the motif. He's got grit, right? He's he he's got the will, sheer sheer will. Right? He willed himself back from a neck injury to enter last year's Royal Rumble. He willed himself through a, a, a torn tricep through the match with Randy Orton. He willed himself from number one all the way to a victory this past Sunday. So he's going to will himself to one more championship at WrestleMania. And how about that's the will. He wills himself to do this and wills and wills and wills, but he cannot put away the Scottish Colossus. And Drew just beats him in the end. He gave everything he fucking had. He just couldn't keep up with the young man. That's a loss he can take. That's why heel or babyface, Edge and McIntyre makes way more sense. The one thing I will not accept, and holy dear fucking God, I'm saying it on the podcast right now. It's It's going to happen now. It's official. I'm putting it out there. If he wrestles fucking Finn Balor for the NXT title, I'm going to be fucking mad. (laughs) Fucking mad. What a goddamn waste for everybody involved. 
What That's a hilarious. waste to have these two old timers fighting over the developmental world title. I don't fucking understand it. So I don't fucking. Lastly, get it. before we um, get to the main event here and close this out, um, I did want to point out Carlito was pretty cool to see come in. No, he's mad. He's like. Three times the size he was I'm back mad, in the day, dude. I'm mad that the baby oil didn't get to the other areas. It really, he only, baby oil. Baby oil? No, no, no. What you're noticing is the bronzer on his abs. He used bronzer on his abs so that they suck it's out. The, and it's the only thing he greased. It was the ago. only thing. It was hilarious. Uh, I just want to name a couple stand-up things. I do want to say that Damien Priest actually looked, not only am I huge on Damien Priest, but he looked so much better being in that ring yes. than NXT. Yep. Yep. He He's looked amazing, man. dude. Oh my god, he looked like he belonged. He was a big body. He was in there. He's athletic. He's moving, dude. I got, I got big hopes for Damian, man. They need to get him out of the NXT. Did you shit see uh, this move past? Him on. Did you see this past Raw where Edge gave him the uh, the seal of approval? Did I didn't that? like. I didn't notice that part. No. Yeah. Every now and then, whenever there's a call up, or like this goes back years. Like whenever there's like a young guy that kind of has that potential to really do it, mm-hmm. they usually do this weird thing in the back where uh, the vet says something to him, shakes his hand, and the young guy just sit, doesn't say anything. He just sits there, shakes the hand, gives him a thank you, like with his head, right, like a little nod, and then they go. Up. That's the whole thing, like five seconds. Uh, mm-hmm. The most famous one that people compare it to is when Taker did it to Cena. When Cena was brand brand new, and Taker walked up to him, and was like, "Good job, kid," and he shook his hand and he fucking walked off. And Cena had did the whole, "Oh God, it's the Undertaker!" Like you know, but this is what he was new new. So Edge did that for Priest on Monday. Really? Yeah. So Edge is walking to the. Uh, he's in the back. He's walking to the gorilla to get to his match with Randy Orton. And he bumps into Priest, and mm-hmm. Priest is just minding his own business. And Edge walks over to him and looks at him, and they're staring eye to eye. And Edge goes, "You know what? Last night did pretty good, kid." I'm impressed. And he shook his hand and he walked off. And Priest just looked at him like, God damn, that was Edge. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Dude, I'm telling you, he's a monster, dude. <laughs> and uh, the last thing I want to know on this was, um, again, I don't, know, I don't know why I was having these moments. It was weird. As the rumble was going on and I heard Seth, I was like, oh, this brings me back to when I was talking about the original bro and you were telling me that Seth hates him. Yes. And never even wanted to be seen with him. Uh-huh. My wife. And then I was like, what are the that. odds that like, I don't know why this came into my head. Like, it was like maybe him having a kid make him reevaluate things. And uh-huh. then literally shortly after that, because I was thinking that when Riddle came out mm-hmm. and then literally after that, they have this moment where everyone's off to the side and it's just those two and they yep. have a moment and they clash. Yep. And I was like, whoa, that was kind of sick, dude. So what's my, going on with that? Is Seth kind of like <laughs> loosening up? No, my wife caught that too. She was like, <laughs> she was like, oh, look who's in the ring. Because I wasn't paying attention at the time. I was like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. Rollins and Riddle. And my wife yells out loud. She goes, yeah, hey, Seth, you want that paternity leave? Do you want to go be with your baby for a few months? Cool. When they come back, do your fucking job, brother. Go that's put it. go put this kid over real quick, and that's probably what happened. I don't know the inside, but that shit made sense to me. They're up. You want to go take some time off, be with your newborn? Cool. You back now? I don't know. That was work. that was really cool. That like work. That dude. I, those and they looked great wrestling each other, dude. Riddle, no, you know who looked great? We didn't bring this up. I'm ready for Daniel Bryan and Matt Riddle. 
Did you see that exchange oh, that Daniel Bryan yeah, I did. I did oh, see that exchange. Oh, my God. I had Benoit Angle flashbacks. I was like, please Dude, I give fucking me that. love Matt Riddle, man. That's He's like, so me good. That. that little exchange with the rolling around the ring was so clean. Oh, my Cause God. Because Daniel's so a grappler, baby. They can do it. And I was like, oh. I put it on and my you know what I love about it is that Matt Riddle's so small, but he's an MMA guy. Yeah. So you can actually strike him. Like he's mm-hmm. you like you're not gonna hurt him. Nope. Nope. Dude, it was so good. They tried it out. So that's the men's Royal Rumble and how that It was a good there. rumble. It was a decent rumble, but remember we did the brackets last year's was probably the greatest of all time. So that kinda I think that kinda put a little bit of a damper. I think people I didn't want to ask you how it stacked up to that one because I didn't get to watch that one. Not yet. bad, but it's still it. it's still you wait wait twenty twenty is still that's good. That rumble will stick with me for a long time. This wasn't a bad one. This wasn't a bad one. I didn't like the winner, but it, the match itself uh, wasn't that bad. And it took away a moment because we're going to talk about the women next and last here. But mm-hmm. I was actually another reason I was pissed off at Edge uh, coming in at number one because that clocks him in at 60 minutes, 32 seconds in the rumble, which stinks. Mm-hmm. Because Why? our winner of the Women's Royal Rumble <laughs> made history mere minutes before Edge ruined it. <laughs> uh, the Women's Royal Rumble match had a very clear and decisive winner. Bianca Belair walked mm-hmm. away with the uh, with the win here. She came in. No at, gimmicks. Nope. She came in at number three, and she lasted fifty six minutes in the Rumble. Hell of a run mm-hmm. for a hell of an athlete. And I wish that that would have remained special for more than just a fucking hour. Because in the fucking next Rumble, Edge did it at one for 60 minutes. So they topped her in every way. It's like, you couldn't have the let the women have shit. Right. It's like, man, Bianca really did her shit. All right, hold my beer, nigga. Watch this. And he went out there and he fucking broke all of it. But yeah, Bianca. To be Belair, fair, if I, would, if I were to be completely unbiased, I would imagine they were going to do that for one of them. They couldn't do it for both. And obviously that's going to go to Edge. Had right, nothing to do with women or men, because I know right, people were but probably thinking they that. they did but... do the same thing. I mean, one came out at one, the other one came out at three. So that only separates them by about two minutes because of a two-minute entry point. And then they both went all the way to win. She, he only, he only edged her out by literally the two minutes. So listen, entrance. we're not gonna do this. We're not gonna do this twice. <laughs> they did it twice. He only bested her by two minutes, and that two minutes that he lasted longer than her was because he came in at one and she came in at three had she came in at two their time would have been identical so they would have had the two people do it in the same night it's not special now Mm -hmm. and that sucks because either one I would have taken either one Bianca could have had that moment fuck it for the reasons I'm sure they have behind the scenes they're gonna give it to Edge that's what I'm saying but they, they they did both pick one is what I'm saying. If you wanted it to be Edge, then let it be Edge. Bianca didn't need to be in there 56 right. minutes now. Mm-hmm. They did it for both. So now neither one is special. Because they both did it at exactly the same fucking time. But you had a good time with this match. Right? There was a reason you wanted this last, the main event. This was great. <laughs> My first... Well, I mean, just I want to talk about it. Just all in it. And it's totality, man. Like, it, it was really good. I, I think it was... um. It, it was a super fun. Uh, my first thought when this was going on was, first of all, can we give a 
hat tip to Naomi. Like, first, I want I want to feel that entrance would, in person I, so bad. I have it's dope. But after the entrance, it all goes downhill after that. <laughs> like the entire time. Yes. The entire time what? Of the match? This is so insane. But I remember saying to myself, I remember that, um, like, there's not a lot of legends or anything like that in here. It, they're actually, there's a lot of active women wrestlers in here that are really good. Like, it felt like they had a full card of active people and not needing to call people from, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from back to fill up the car because they don't have 30 women wrestlers. Like, I felt like a bulk of this are people really actually out here trying to make a name for themselves. So that was the first thing I noticed. I, so that was really I said the same thing. I was like, if you look at the first Rumble compared to now, because the first Rumble was almost half legends, like callbacks. Right. And now, this is the this second one. one? Just, not, o- not only did they have way less callbacks, but I cared about almost all of them. Right. <laughs> they all had some sort of history or something going on where I was like, I was able to follow. Especially the last two. And it flowed really well. Like, I don't know. I just felt like it flowed. Like, it felt... Again, I'm, I've never been the big multi-people-in-the-ring type of guy, but the Rumble, I usually make an exception because it's an event. You know what I mean? It's something, you know, it's something to look forward to every yeah. year. And, um, no, I I just felt like it felt like another Rumble. It didn't feel forced. It felt very natural. And to be honest with you, I was fucking just... When I was hearing some of these themes, like when I heard Ruby Riot come out, because I don't remember a lot of the themes yet. Mm-hmm. So I heard Ruby Riot, and I was like, is that Rhea? And then it was like Ruby Riot, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, same thing, but just like a smaller version. <laughs> I don't like the same people, <laughs> but smaller. Mini Rhea. And then, and then uh, a little bit more time went by, and then that theme came on oh my god and she oh my god when that scream happens i was like all right i pulled the phone out of my pocket and rewound it just a second like 10 seconds so i could like see i needed to see this and when it played through and this woman came out i got fucking chills and she's standing there, and she does that little intro thing she does. She kind of like flails her arms yeah, around she, and like slams so, down. It's like a I said, give that. Yes. I said, give that woman pyro on that shit, and you're looking at a champion right there. <laughs> Holy fuck! Her to think, presence. To think that that whole entrance has been over without the pyro. She gets smoke in NXT, dude. That presence yeah. she had on that stage She's a fucking was just star. You could feel She's it. She's my dude. favorite women's wrestler in the world today. Oh my, my god! She's <laughs> big. She's strong. She's athletic. She, she has work. the presence, man. The presence, and then seeing her and Charlotte Flair standing next to each other, it's like I want that when, rematch. That was the best match of last year's WrestleMania. And it was really? in front of nobody. I want that. Run that back. They're not going Dude. to because the champions it, are already locked up. I doubt they're going to give right. Rhea and Charlotte their own singles match with no title on the line. But mm-hmm. man, oh man, I would love to see that match again. Then put the title on one of them and go for nah, it. Man. The titles, are, the titles are locked in for the women as well. Yeah, uh, they're already in WrestleMania mode. So we got Oscar, we got Sasha. That's what's, that's just what's going to happen. Now Bianca gets one of them. And I guess uh, which one would you? You were very vocal about which one you wanted Edge to fight. Who do you want Bianca to go against? 
Well, I don't. I want to go on the record that I was the only one who brought up Bianca's name, even yes. though I butchered the name when I said it. Yes, I I was the only one who brought up Bianca. I was probably the only one thinking of her because when I said it, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, Bianca," and that was my point, man. She is star presence, dude. Presence, ability, the way she picked up Rhea, dude. Holy crap, man. She is just amazing and I love seeing her on the screen and dude, it was it was pretty dope. The whole scene where they got rid of Charlotte and they're on the apron and it was dude I sent you a picture of it because it was literally those two on the apron. I got I got fucking chills, man. I'm looking at it and I'm like this is it. This is this is the new future of women's wrestling. And I it instantly thought, like, all those people are people that are like, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for the future. I'm doing this for the little girl who's watching me, showing, like, I can do this. When I look at these two, I don't know why I instantly think of, like, those people that were little girls and watched a girl finally be on TV and, and do it. And then, like, this is what comes of it. And those two just look great. And then... The whole chemistry between both of them, they're sitting on first of all. I literally was like, I like at work, and I'm like, Ooh, when they were both hanging off the rope because it literally looked like their feet were gonna touch, dude. And I, I looked like they touched like, that they did, but yeah, they did, a, they did a few times. That's a that's a hard spot to do, yeah, but yeah. it definitely looked like they, they sold it well. And then they're both sitting on the apron, and it was just so natural it looked like when Rhea's like don't do anything stupid just get in the ring and the, yeah let's just, just get, get in the, the ring, ring. Get the ring. don't let's just get back in the <laughs> ring and let's do this and they just the way they slow creeped in and handled the rest of the end of that match dude <laughs> that was so fucking good man i'm hype i'm hype somebody sent a snapshot it was actually really a beautiful snapshot this time last year before the rumble Rhea was the NXT women's champion and she was going to compete against Bianca and then then Charlotte won the rumble and just like Edge did this week they sent Charlotte to NXT to maybe tease challenging Rhea and there was a picture of Rhea facing Bianca with Charlotte in the middle right and the final three this past Sunday they did the same shot Rhea Charlotte and Bianca and someone put those two side by side. They were like women's wrestling hashtag progress, dude. And they were like, oh, look at that. Someone kept that memory. Somebody Do you- pointed it out and it was like, wait a second. This is the same three we had last year, but on the NXT. All right. three of these women are now main roster. Rhea is now officially on the main roster starting from the Rumble. So they're all on the same brand now. And they're like, oh, look at that. They've come a long way. And I So think Rhea is on the main roster now? From or what I understand, she will be called up moving forward, yes. Thank but, God, dude. But they, here's the I, thing, though. Here's, here's the real progress in this, and I hope they utilize this. When I saw that picture, it was one on top of the other, right? The one on top was last year's. The one on the bottom was this year's. And I showed my wife the picture, and I said, you know what's funny? In that first picture, Bianca was the third star in that ring. You can make an argument, Charlotte, right, because she's on the main roster. Ray is the NXT Women's Champion. And then there's Bianca. In the right. bottom picture, with all of them in the Rumble this past Sunday, I was like, Bianca's Bianca. number one in that picture yeah. right now. And I was like, yes. Whoa. I was like, oh, Dude, wait a second. So, 
She's so good. Please protect her, man. Protect her. Keep There's her healthy. There's so much protecting they can do, man, because I also want them to protect Rhea, for Christ's sake. But how do you do that at the expense of some of the other girls? I don't know. This is going to be tough. Rhea, I, see, here's the I'm thing. I don't know why. I'm to the women than the men. In WWE Cor- and right correct now. me if I'm completely wrong, but when I look at Rhea, I feel like she doesn't need to be protected, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like her ring presence or, or understanding of the ring is a little bit sharper than Bianca's, if that makes Correct Fair me enough. if I'm way no, off no, balance no. here. I think you're correct. Bianca, it, although she does very well, if I had to choose one of them for to be green, it would definitely be Bianca because she looks like she's so – she has this confidence that she could accidentally push herself too far, and that's yeah. what I mean. Like, we need somebody in there kind of protecting her a little bit so she gets in her own. But with, with Rhea, when you look at Rhea, she looks like a general already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think your theory has already been proven. Last year when Charlotte faced Rhea Ripley. Remember, like, she knows she's big. She knows how to. So. Yeah. Last year when Charlotte fought Rhea Ripley at, uh, at WrestleMania, the, the, uh, the immediate fallout from that is Rhea just got beat a whole bunch of times and people were like well, why the fuck would you beat her this many times and this always happens it's the humble process right the WWE always takes their stars and eventually push some right. shit like this because they want to see well is it your talent or is it us who's making you the star here you know we need to see and as right. you just said her character her gimmick everything it all survived so she's fucking untouchable at this point Right, you you gotta do something with it, and we know Triple H loves her. So, oh, absolutely. So, if you're gonna protect anyone, I guess it would be Bianca at this point. Just keep her ready for Mania, and but now the question becomes: uh, I think this is uh, if I asked you earlier, would you rather Bianca fight Sasha or Oscar? Sasha, yeah, me too. (laughs) Me, not only me too, Sasha, not only me too, but I think I think they should pull the trigger on that. Sasha, and you want to know? You want to know why? Because I feel like Bianca can push Sasha to the next level. And I know that sounds weird because obviously Sasha is the general. She's the one that she's like going to call that match verbatim. Yes, exactly. 100%. 100% but I just feel yeah. like Bianca's presence and her losing to Sasha. Because I don't think Sasha's, I don't think she's going to drop it to Bianca. I don't think Bianca's ready just yet for the belt. But. Her being in the ring with someone like Bianca would be really good for her. Sasha. It's gonna motivate her. She's gonna be like, "Oh yes, we're gonna fucking kill it." <laughs> I don't think <clears throat> she she's wrestled someone like that before. You know, I wouldn't even compare. Maybe I don't. Charlotte, I think Bianca is very. I uh. I think Bianca is very unique. Like obviously, you have your superstars that are here. Even compared to like Rhea Ripley, I think Bianca just has something different. And that would be really good for Sasha. Would you turn Sasha heel for this? Because she's currently running as a babyface. They're both babyfaces. Asuka is a babyface as well. I would. I would unless unless they know something I don't about Bianca being a heel. If she's a natural, whatever the no, case no, may no, be. No, I wouldn't turn Bianca. No, no, no. no, no. That let me finish my point. What oh, I'm okay. saying is. I don't know if Bianca is good as a heel or whatever the case may be, but I would rather her be more focused on improving in the ring than worried about too heavy on a gimmick. Like the babe, the baby face can be care still do very well, like really good, and kind of be carried by the more seasoned one as the heel. So if there was, if it had to be heel versus baby face, 
obviously I would want Sasha to do it because A, she's got experience with it, and B, she just has more experience in general, and that way Bianca can focus more on execution and staying healthy rather than worried about gimmick and where she needs to be in the ring, and there's a lot of positioning when it comes to being the heel. Right. She has experience, but I think to your point, I mean, we're headed to WrestleMania. Right. The, the lights have never been brighter in her life than the, yeah. than the way they're going to be right there. And Sasha's been there on the big stage multiple right. times for the title. This isn't her first time. I think as a heel, so I, 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 that's why I asked. I think as a heel, Sasha would be able to take Bianca to school on this day. He's like, okay, you're going to be the next one, right? You're following me. Yo. You're taking my spot. Okay, then here's it, how this is going to go. Not only should they do Sasha for all those reasons, if they really want to push the envelope and make this an even larger thing than it already is, how about having your first ever women's title match main eventing with two African-American wrestlers? Well, the, the WrestleMania I was at had the women's main event. That was the first one. Right, but uh, African-American two. African yeah, I just had an idea in my head. What if you didn't turn Sasha until Mania? What if Sasha did go over, but in a heel fashion, and then that program just ran all the way through SummerSlam? That would work too, because then you could run that program through SummerSlam. Because if yeah. you re- if you really want to give Bianca an education, give right. her Sasha for several months. Right, she's gonna oh, come for out. Sure. She's gonna come out of that a fucking a PhD major. She'll yeah. have all she needs, and then you can set that back up with Bailey. I want and give, heel, and give Bailey back to uh, Bianca to lead that through Survivor Series and build for Bianca and Rhea for fucking mania. Man. Rhea being the heel. I see Rhea as a heel. Me personally, I, I don't really know her that well, much. Well, she was a heel before. Bianca was a heel before. That's how both of them started. Yeah, but, but they got Rhea over his face. like a heel, though. Like, you, I, it would be hard for me to want to hate Bianca. Like, I fucking love Bianca. Rhea, Rhea, I can, I bitch. like Rhea too, but I can see her pissing people off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So very I don't confident, know. Very confident, and cocky motherfucker is that Rhea Ripley? Dude, we're we're in for some good fucking women's wrestling, dude. Remember Does, back in the day when women's match would be a piss break? Oh, piss breaks! I remember that. Some of oh them still God. are. Some of them still are. Shitty black shark. Oh my god, I was literally laughing so freaking loud at work when when she came out and I just couldn't stop saying Shitsy Blackshot. Black there it is. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Whoever came up with that, dude, that is fucking gold. Of all the cornet. That was a cornet oh. thing. He's human gold. That's all he does. So oh the god. way these championship matches panned out, the way these Royal Rumble matches panned out, are you feeling a little better about WrestleMania? Because that's what the whole point of this, right? We're on the road to WrestleMania. Wait, As why we, wouldn't I feel good about WrestleMania? I'm asking if you do. Is that supposed to be an obvious? Are you saying that? Oh, I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm, okay. No, I'm fucking. How Bianca's long has it been? Main, how long? Well, has not it been? the main event, but Bianca's how, in. Uh, how long has it been since you've actually followed the build up to Mania, as opposed to just watching it whenever I come over? Dude, whatever. I can't even remember. La- <laughs> <laughs> because this Mania is going to make a no, whole lot of sense. No, just Mania. Mania in itself. I don't think I watched like the last two. There you go. But this one, this one now you've been following a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely you're way more, more up to date with yeah, this. You're, you're definitely more involved with this buildup now for this. I feel year. like that went so fast. Like, did we, we started this mid. I started watching it like uh, mid season, right? 
<laughs> I'm assuming you started watching once you started doing this. So I'm assuming right. No, that's what I'm saying. October, yeah, like yeah. about mid season, right? Yeah, about okay, roundabouts about October ish. I don't know, man. I just want to see more Damian Priest. I want to see more Bianca. I want to see more Rhea. We have some great wrestling or wrestlers, rather, and I'm just excited. You know what? Can we talk about Braun Strowman being an absolute tank? And why is he so big? Like, he's not supposed to have abs. Like, that dude is massive, and he's, like, chiseled. Well, I'm glad he's in such great shape. That's a scary man. Other than picking things up and, and putting them down, he's fucking useless. I, 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 I've been arguing about Braun Strowman for the last few days with Paul Green over here. I'm just yeah, like, but he's a Vince McMahon wet dream. Can you? Of course, he's gonna have a job for as long as he wants, but he's fucking useless. He might have beat off a few times to a picture oh of Braun Strowman. God. As soon as, but who? But who hasn't? Am, right? yeah. am, am I right? Am I right? As soon what, as you don't, <laughs> do you? Do you not? Uh, when Strowman and Lesnar had their thing, and Lesnar basically bitched him and was just done with him, I was like, "All right, that's uh, you didn't get the seal of approval, brother. If they're not going to respect you, then fuck it. I'm I'm good." And right. Ever since that two piece that fucking Lesnar gave fucking Strowman for a shoot, I was like, "All right, forget it. Never mind." Yeah, that was it. Was a good pay. It was a good pay per view. I so, enjoyed yeah. it. So, uh, yeah. So the Royal Rumble is in the books. We're on the road to WrestleMania. WrestleMania, this we still have one more stop. I hate when they do that shit too. One more stop on the road to WrestleMania. We've got mm. the Elimination Chamber, so we'll be talking about that. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm curious to see uh, when they are going to start announcing. Are we? Because it's called the Elimination Chamber. I'm assuming it will have one. Because they haven't started talking about it yet on television. Unless right. I missed something, because I still haven't seen SmackDown tonight. So unless I missed something, Raw was basically Fallout from the Rumble. So right. uh, I'm assuming SmackDown was as well. They're going to celebrate Bianca's win, I'm sure. I got to take a look mm-hmm. at that. April, sure. April 10th is the uh, two night event, the 10th and the 11th, which means that would be Saturday and Sunday, so the round table would have to take place on the ninth. There you go. Friday the ninth. Four nine twenty-one is when we will break down the showcase of the immortals. Now I did not have a round table last year. I couldn't bring myself to it. Dave, I couldn't do it. Why not? Like what do you mean why not? It was in a closet, bro. I couldn't do that to myself. Oh, man, I, I couldn't it. do it to myself. It took everything I had to to watch the show. I even forced myself because 36 last year was the first time it was two nights. I didn't watch the first night live. Just to keep the tradition somewhat alive for myself, I waited until like four hours before the live night two, and I watched. And just started it off? I started it off. So it all flowed into one fucking evening of just straight oh, wrestling. I'm and sure like, Mrs. O was loving that. Well, now she caught it in pieces, the first part. Because remember, the first part, uh, the first night was main evented by that Boneyard match, and I don't watch, I don't watch movie wrestling, if that's, <laughs> if that's what they want to call it. Same thing with the Firefly Funhouse thing. I, I, to this day, I haven't seen it. I saw the Boneyard one. I didn't have a choice. That was just on. But I, ref- after Boneyard, I was like, if you think I'm sitting through Firefly Funhouse crap, right? That's, that's a no go. 
And I took the most delicious crap of my life during that match. I left. <laughs> and I dropped the Boneyard match during the Firefly match in the bathroom. You dropped the Boneyard I match. dropped the ill Boneyard match in the other That's room. That's funny. I came back after all that stuff was over with and watched my wrestling. So I was like, all right. That's it with that. That See, uh, that's another thing, too. You mentioned earlier, what was it, Tony Atlas. That's where I got wrestling from. I'm a professional wrestler. We did all the wrestling down south. Jesus Christ. There you go. All right, so this was all the aftermath here. We had a lot of fucking topics here. So mm-hmm. I'm going to space all this stuff out. Plenty of stuff for clipping. Wink, wink. And we will uh, adjourn for the evening. So next week, I'm going to have to figure out here. What the fuck is going to be done about this shit? I, we got to fix this Discord thing. Yeah, we got to figure something it, out. I'm, it, I'm, I'm, I'm it, happened, it happened a few times. And uh, mm-hmm. the Google Voice was doing it to us. That's why we switched here. Now we're having this right. issue here. So it might be a hardware thing. I don't know. We're going to have to. I feel like it's coming from your side. Of course you do. <laughs> I have during the course of this show I've pulled up my task manager I've been keeping an eye on my CPU activity during the course of this well I don't know what programs you're using I'm so... only right now currently only thing open is no that's a lie Winamp I have the Winamp open I got the Audacity open I've got no there's only like two or three things open. like Discord is obviously on those are the only things open yeah so I don't. I really don't know but there, because I don't have that issue. Like I don't have breakup issues or me not being in. Because sometimes you drop out too, and I just hope oh, you come back before you ask me a question. Oh, the prayer. Yeah, That's and it's been working. It's been listen. If it ain't broken, <laughs> I say I just say Jesus take the wheel, Jesus. and He's been leading me to victory every time. It wasn't only to the, till today that I started dropping. Speaking out. of Jesus taking the wheel, who's your pick this Sunday? Jesus or Young Jesus? I don't know what you're referencing. Uh, Bucks uh, and Chiefs. Oh, no, I'm not taking Jesus. I'm taking the God. Oh, of course. Well, I said Jesus and young Jesus. Okay, so we can do God no, and no, Jesus. No, no, yeah. no, no. Don't disrespect Tom Brady. He is a God. <laughs> he, is, he is the God. He is not the son of. He is the father. He is all that is knowing. He is, he's all knowing. And uh, why do I, I feel like Tom Brady is the underdog. Hmm. Mm, 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 mm. At least from what I've been hearing, a lot of people got a lot of faith in this uh, new kid. He's really good. <laughs> he won but, last uh, year. He's the defending champ. You know how I feel about Tom Brady. Yeah, but he's the defending champ. Cool. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to come back next week. There's a big reveal on WandaVision that happened today. We're going to talk about all that next week. We haven't had a chance to really talk about that show. Oh, yeah. But, we, talk but about that. we haven't. But the reason for that is because of all the Rumble stuff. The Rumble stuff's right. out of the way. And right, like right, you right. said, once it got out of the way, maybe something big will happen. And it happened tonight. It happened tonight. I don't know if you got a chance to see it yet. I'm about to go watch it myself. The big... The big thing everyone's been waiting for since the merger took place tonight. History mm. in the books. I can't wait to see it. Well, I can't wait to see. I got a few episodes to catch up with. There you go. Catch up, catch up, catch up, catch up, catch up. Before next week, because we're going to talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. So, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for sharing. Thank you guys for downloading. And, of course, thank you guys for enjoying episode 176. 100 episodes now pay him. And make sure that you buy my husband's t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash A-J-O-U-N. Please, he needs this.
listen to my daddy, so he's the best, so I don't know. 